trade services, Lavazi and Book1.co.uk present the 20 Megabyte Doctor Who Podcast. Hello and welcome to the 20 Megabyte Doctor Who Podcast, episode 544. I'm Adam... I forgot about the quote bit, so I'm not going to do one. Did you do a quote? No. No, you do one. Okay, so let's pass the quotes over to... Oh, Isabella Pearson. Hello there. Um, uh, ben Shoveler. These teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Kirby Bartlett Sloan. I was just thinking we could call this the Master's Dalek Plan. That was good. I like that one. That was good. One. I love yeah, that one. Good, yes. Debbie Melrose. Oh, we're more than good. We're ace. Yeah. <laughs> Mary Lang. And yes, I would like to ride in the TARDIS. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a bit of a time warp, because it's Reese Parton. There lived a certain man in Russia long ago. He was big <laughs> and strong, and his eyes are flaming glow. Yes, um, some people will oh, be pleased oh, to hear that we're actually going to do Power of the Daleks because um, some of us think it was quite good. But we'll find out exactly who think it was Power of the Daleks, are we? I think Later I watched the wrong one. Yeah, me too. Can we do the Master's Daleks? Power of the when? Doctor. Somebody mentioned Daleks. I said Power of the Daleks. Just as well, I don't edit this show, isn't it? You call me a dumb You don't edit this show. It's like you don't plan it either. All right, I'm going to turn the microphone cause so, as, so as people can't hear the abuse I'm getting from my right ear roll. Right then. Abuse? Yes. We didn't hear the abuse you're getting from the right yeah, ear roll. Exactly. No, I'd quite like it's to no, hear the no, abuse you're getting from the right I'm actually quite interested. Before we start, I'm just quite interested to. Now, because now, when Reese was first on the show, he was mm-hmm. 15 years old and now he's 32. And um, what have you been doing in, in, <laughs> in the gap then? Not quite 32. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I studied a course at university. I became a father. Well, I know that. Uh, I, I, became, I became less interested in Doctor Who when Chibnall took over. Everybody. Um, you too, huh? <laughs> yeah. That, that applies to all of us. It's like a yeah. common theme. Yeah. I think it is, yeah. I think is, I've got a funny this... feeling it's exactly the same theme coming from Isabella, who, who also yes. um, gave up on Doctor She became Who. a father too? Yeah, <laughs> no, no, she became a farmer. Ah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right, stuff coming through on the live feed. Terry Marr says, good evening, everyone. Lillian Robbins says, hello. And then, <laughs> hello. hi, is he? Hello. Hi. And then um, something about hashtag Lillian's legs. Let's move on. So, the power of the doctor. I, I feel as if I should just leave it playing. Oh, it's playing the audio. Well, you should just play the whole thing. Yeah, I really wanted to watch it again and I haven't had a chance. So can yeah. we watch it now? <laughs> well, no, no, I think I'm going to have to leave it playing simply because the amount of time Kirby Turb- is going to take talking about it. We'll probably end up here being oh, here for an hour and a half. Anyway, is it stopped? I think it's paused. Let's try again. What do you say, Kirby? What are you, what are you complaining about me? Oh, no everything. Anyway, so the episode starts with a sort of um, a sort of train going through some sort of weird time corridor thingy-jig. Was there a mummy on it? Uh, I did consider a possibility of there being a mummy on it, but there yes. wasn't. There was a lot of Star Wars soldiers. I was going to say, it yes. gave off Are very much mummy? Star Wars vibes. Yeah, they nicked the Star Wars soldier hats, didn't they? But took the little uh, squares <laughs> off. Um, and there's um, and the guns from the newer Star Wars oh films. God, yes. And then um, some blatantly obvious Cybermen um, appear and start shooting at people. And 
Rip. And they go slightly down very easily. Slightly more accurately easily. than... Uh, like yeah. a stormtrooper. <laughs> yeah, slightly more accurately than stormtroopers. Um, yeah, but um, this seems to be quite easy. And you know the, the master? master? Do master? I know the master? Yes, at least later on the episode. <laughs> the the, 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 the uh, chief cyberman that we're always seeing, other than Ash or whatever his name is, mm. uh, is always... John Davy, of course. Yeah, John Davy did actually post a picture of himself uh, straight yes. after the episode. Anyway, so all the Cybermen get done in, unusually. Of course, then they regenerate, which what? obviously ties into the that Cybermen's previous appearance in Doctor mm-hmm. Who. And They're I'm so take elegant. Take well, top I, I'm top. sorry, I do not like Time Lord Cybermen. Yeah. I'm sorry, I don't care. I'm sorry, did I ask? Yeah. So the next scene, the TARDIS is spinning through space. And the Doctor's um, um, not doing much, actually, to be fair. Apart from, oh yeah, she's on a rescue mission, yeah, so they all get their little yeah. spacesuits on. And, um, she's not doing much, oh yeah, she's on a rescue mission. She's actually saving the day. Yeah, you know, that's just, that's just what she does, yeah, well, it's not anyway, much. She rolls out a, um, a sort of like a rope ladder thingy. Uh, yep. And they they climb down the rope ladder and um, <laughs> I love Dan complaining what? about that. Couldn't you get a more secure ladder? What's wrong with this one? <laughs> Why couldn't she just land the TARDIS on the train? Well, then oh, we wouldn't have know. the lovely scene of them climbing down the, the rope ladder. I know because yeah, of the plot, Kirby. Because yeah. we because yeah. we have time to waste. Uh, and they have a yeah. bit of money to spend on the special effects because it's the BBC's yes. anniversary episode. <laughs> so they might yeah. as well do it, and that's what they did do. They they uh, they climbed great. and jumped onto the train. <laughs> I don't uh, like those Cybermen. You don't like no. Cybermen? No, I think they look a little bit... A little bit, bit yeah. Time Lordy. Oh, I, I thought they look great. I just don't like the idea of them. No. They shouldn't regenerate. Yeah. yeah, they shouldn't regenerate, no, but no, they no, look I, I, I do agree with that. Yeah. Well, that's part of the Master's um, weirdness. Anyway, yeah, so they is, all, that, they... that was part of that worst storyline ever. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Reese. Uh, no, I think, I think that's pushing it. <laughs> yes. No, I mean the timeless yeah, child. Reese, this one I mean, there's there's child. many bad storylines. Oh, the timeless child. Brain, but... Oh, no, sorry. In that case, that's not pushing but... it. That's absolutely... <laughs> <laughs> yes. Lines that this one's good, three. but where they come from, I didn't like. Okay. Yeah. But anyway, so this, they, um, they <laughs> land on top of the train and the... The um, Star Wars soldiers are sort of panicking a little bit because the Cybermen have come back to life, uh, uh, including John, John Davy, who is the, the main one with the sort of um, the thingy. I, the I love that the he big does ears. The, the, uh, an excellent uh, fist clinch yes. several times. Yes. Uh, and anyway, um, they very slowly um, sort of delete this, this woman uh, who goes, ah, that should be my uh, quote. <laughs> just screaming. <laughs> a little bit late, but, you know, join in when you want. Thank you. Um, meanwhile, on the roof of the train, which reminded me of that train, even though it's in space, of that, you know, that, that, that Shadow Prance or whatever it's called, the one, that series on, is it Prime that your mum watched? Was that Netflix? Are you okay? What, Shadow and Bone? No, I'm not. That's a train <laughs> thing that she watched, where the trains, the world's destroyed and there's a train. Oh, no idea. I think I know what you're on about. Yeah, you oh, Snowpiercer. Oh, Snowpiercer. Snow it's yeah, like Shadow Prancer. It's a similar sort of thing. Shadow Prancer. That wasn't Shadow <laughs> Prancer. I was looking back Thanks. at it, yeah, with the snow and everything, but that wasn't really the best of hints. No. I thought you were talking about Chris Tarrant's extreme ra- railway journeys. Well, he could have been <laughs> on this anyway. Um, so eventually, after a bit of um, um, I just realised uh, 
Jodie's first story was a train. Partly yeah, we thought train, about that. Did you think about that? I thought she train. was going to come through the roof, Kirby, but she didn't. Well, she yeah. did. She did sort of, but not in the same sort of way. Uh, anyway, so there's a bit of a um, skirmish on top of the train. Uh, Dan's helmet gets pierced by something rather. Uh, he's a bit Ooh. freaked out Ooh. by this. God, I, d- I didn't see that bit. Was it was it all sanitised first? I they didn't say. Uh, I, I presume it was because um, cool. he seemed not, okay. Not 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 a, t- a subject they normally uh, tackle in Doctor Who. Piercing. She's be- he's being rude, Isabella. Mm-hmm. It's quite low in your standard of rudeness, isn't it? it? Is. Mm. Yes. Um, anyway, so yes. The Doctor gives um, Dan her sonic screwdriver, which I think is probably the last time we probably see it. Um, Good. Uh, so he can control the train. <laughs> um, and, um, yeah, he's a bit, you can tell he's a bit sort of freaked out. He does his little job, though, mm-hmm. and um, has a bit of trouble controlling the, the speed of the train with, with the sonic screwdriver. Yeah, it makes it go faster as opposed to stopping it. Yeah, so we, maybe it would be easier just to touch a few buttons on the panel and slow it down <laughs> that way. I don't know, but... It's a sonic screen. Right. Oh, you've got to wave the magic wand at everything. Yes. I'm surprised Kirby also hasn't mentioned the fact that we're wearing these orange spacesuits, uh, sort of TARDIS <laughs> crew standard. Um, yeah. Why orange. would I mention that? I don't care. Very, very <laughs> unusual. Are you all right, Kirby? Yeah, really. I, 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 my uh, opinion of this story has sunk. Oh, for God's sake. It sure has, because you were reacting very... Yeah, I know. Very, <laughs> Anyway... Um, yeah, so... The, the, the story, not the fan wank. I love the fan wank. All right, thank you, Kevin. Um, yeah, so anyway, there's, they've got a box on the train, and inside the box is... What's it called again? There's a, they were looking after something that appears... Like, like I, w- I was afraid this was going to be a timeless child. That's what yeah, I, I did, too. Be ben did, too, but you haven't mentioned it yet. They yeah. call it something like a sarcophagus. Yeah. Is it a quarry? Yeah. What do they yeah. call the thing? Close to that, yes. What they, what they call it? The, the thing got, that they... Casket! The quorums! No, 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 no. The actual child thing that got yeah, that the Cyberman went off child. with. But it was not. It's, it's a quorums. Oh, uh, it was a... Uh, it, it's the alien, remember? Yeah, no, the, 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 the funny name yeah. that Mary's just said. Um, the cargo. Yeah. The cargo. <laughs> I didn't quite think I keep saying it's a quorums. Yes, yeah, it's all right. It's all right. It's nothing to get across. Um, what what, what Master's trying to refer to is what they were talk, calling it on the train, which is cargo. Yes, that's what I was trying to yeah. yes, thank you. Um Quite simple, really, wasn't it? But I didn't quite get it there. Um, yes, and of course, the title sequence then spins around uh, with the names um, Sophie Aldred and Janet Fielding on, which uh, Kirby nearly passed Yay. out. And he had to slap his cheeks a few times to get back into, into the episode. Hmm. And then uh, we're in Siberia 1916. Wow. Yeah. Why? Um, I've been there. And we Why? Have... Why are we in Siberia? Just a random choice. Is that, to a, me. Is that a rhetorical it's the question? It's master being masterly. Well, yeah. there's something to do with the um, Rus- Rasputin and the Russian foil rally. Yeah, but, we'll try why? that another way. <laughs> why specifically Rasputin? Right. As, as why specifically Russia? I mean, he's got the beard and stuff. He kind of looks a little Absolutely. bit like Rasputin. Why not? And also, we get a chance to have the Rasputin music later oh, yeah, on in the episode. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I love that scene. Really? A good Mary enough saying? reason. I love that scene. What was yeah. Mary saying? Mary. Well, I'm saying ask these kind of questions later because, you know, these are just random things that, that he does. Yes. And next we're in an art gallery with Ace, um, who actually Hooray! throughout the whole episode is Yay! referred to as Ace. Friend of the show, um, Sophie Ask, Asking why a picture's gone and being lied to. And, of course, this, yeah. this story does rather make her book non-canon. Yes. It does, yeah. It does. Yeah, yeah it does. Um 
Anyway, so she's asking why there's a missing painting. I thought the painting might have been the one that appeared in the previous. Yeah, but it, it makes one of the most hilarious scenes later, though. Oh. Yes. But, I don't get why this is, he even does this pictures of himself in the painting. I don't either. I don't but either. Yeah, it's, 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 I don't get why most. <laughs> I don't get. I don't get why most of this plot. All right, happens other than okay okay save right. that for when yeah, you give your opinion debbie just said the same thing debbie you've gone from absolutely loving this to just panning it every time you get yeah you know every, every other okay. yeah. <laughs> then um tegan appears on the on the radio with a sort of I guess I, on the radio I guess on the I'll phone just on the radio of course i'm I think you might have heard of Sophie Aldred because you sort of met her at the uh, Island Con a few years ago. She probably, uh, yeah. you know, her up there. Yeah. Uh, but you probably wouldn't know who this was, would you? I don't know. I, I, I had breakfast with both Sophie Aldred. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Name drop moment of the podcast. I'm talking about moments. I've lost my belt. <laughs> I, I picked her up at the airport with a uh, sign of her... Uh, Beating a dialect. I took her to the toilet. Does that win? <laughs> anyway, I, since, since no one wants, wants me to complain about this thing, I'm muting myself again. Are you going to mute yourself? He's just—he's—he's he's complaining. Who's complaining? He is. Why? Oh, right. So, oh yeah. So um, oh, yeah, so Ace, this, when it's his turn to talk about it, he's going to keep peppering everything you said. So. Anyway, Ace and, uh, what's her name? Oh, Tegan. Um, <laughs> uh, obviously become friends. And then, uh, uh, what's his name? What's this bloke called? Dan. Dan, that's it, yeah. Um, he's got a bit melancholy and decided he wants to rather, rather bizarrely, go he back to Liverpool. I think that would be the point no, where no, no, I'd no, 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 no. I'm not even that would make me want to go back to Liverpool. Oh, would you want to go back to Liverpool? It was oh, right. Specifically, Liverpool. <laughs> Liverpool. And right next to that horrible football ground as well. But anyway, he did it. Oh, a lot of great they should all go back to Croydon. <laughs> That's the most unbelievable, like, pop, I, unbelievable part of the story, of like, course. I understood like why he wanted to leave, but at the same time, it was kind of random of just getting rid of his character. Yeah, and then sort of, just come him randomly back uh, in the end. I liked Dan, but I, I just why, thought... Why, why can Izzy say something is random and I can't? Oh, for goodness <laughs> sake. <laughs> I'm just saying... I liked Dan. As I thought he was, had a lot of potential, but there was there was sort of these random elements, like his girlfriend that was sort of in and out. Yeah. Do you have you actually seen any of Doctor Who in the last year or so? No, he was, he was have, very underused. He was underused in this whole still, series. Yeah, yeah. Still, I, I still it. liked it, and remember how we we yeah. weren't real sure that he was yeah. going to be any good. Yeah, no, I I really liked his character, and it was just wasted potential. Mm. I preferred him to Yaz. Pardon? I agree with you. He was wasted. Yeah. Yeah. He was wasted. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so he's, he's, he gets home and um, that's it. He's, uh, we think that's well, the end of the episode. But it was a really strange sort of sort of rushed exit. Yeah, it was so rushed. And I really, that's yeah, like the one it, thing I really did not like about this episode was how they rushed Dan's exit. Yeah. Uh, well, I think that maybe. was the whole purpose of the train part. I mean, yeah. the whole yeah. train thing doesn't contribute just, anything to the story, yeah, sure, but it's no, just exactly. an excuse for Dan to leave. Yeah, it's a well, bit like Tegan's departure, wasn't it? She sort of left because, oh, oh all these people have died. Yeah. I don't think I like this anymore. Yeah. Uh, and that was her reason for leaving. Yeah, uh, so. but uh, my, I think uh, his point about nearly getting shot in the face and just like, yeah. 
Yeah, I think I've had enough trying to die for yeah. now. Yeah. We just needed a reason to get rid of Dan, that's all. Yeah, yeah no, not at all. He should have been in the whole of this. Yeah, yeah I think the train, the train segment offers quite a bit, because that's when the Cybermen got the alien, and you know the name of it, Mary, I don't, so what is it? The Quarunks. That's where we get that alien, and then it's hooked up to, as we find out, the planet, etc., and it plays quite a big part. In the well, yeah, but it, it could have been done in a much more efficient way. Yeah, but anyway, back to the um, story. Yeah, I'm remaining story. silent. Okay, well, main, back okay. to the story. Well, yeah, the, well, um, um, the woman... Uh, Yes. While she's saying goodbye to Dan, inside the TARDIS, uh, a, um, a Dalek appears and, and the Doctor um, falls through its... Uh, I am not really against you, Doctor. I want to destroy the Daleks, etc., etc. Uh, but I did like the the element where he was talking about that the Daleks were supposed to be a little sort of capsule for the Khalid race. They weren't supposed to become what they did become. I like that element because that was sort of... Yes, uh, again, great fan wank and oh, no purpose. Okay. She should have known it was a trap. That, that's, uh, that's true, yeah. In a way, I suppose that's true. Maybe she went into it, it with the usual, um, what's the word of it, curiosity and thought she would easily dodge the trap uh, when it appeared. Yes. Um, so anyway, this is obviously the first appearance of these sort of um, holograms we see um, uh, throughout this particular story and at this point i feel i should move just a little bit forward because it's going on a bit so the next scene is in st petersburg in 1916 so as we then know we're gonna we didn't know it was a master from the first scene it was just back of someone's head but from the pictures of the episode we saw released that we could guess it was probably the master and of course there's a russian royal family and uh, a very good wake up so they really did look of the time didn't they? i thought the um yeah. uh, king nicholas did look just like King Nicholas. And here he is, the, the master, or as they call him Doctor Who, the master, with his uh, rear blue eyes. Um, but I say, well, it's quite interesting. Is, it's because he's described himself as Rasputin. I know, but that's what the master does, and I like yeah. that. I also like the fact that it's Rasputin, because Tom Baker played Rasputin prior yeah, to becoming, yeah, good, good link, um, yeah, becoming the Doctor. So that was quite a nice element, too. Um, now, what do you think of the master in this particular story, Isabella? I, lo- I loved him. I, I mean, I love the actor himself. Like, he, he's just amazing. Like, if you've anyone's watched The Great, he's so good. He's in that as well. In that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he's fantastic I, in that. I, I know. I do feel it's that something if if uh, RTD wants to bring the master into a story that they should retain. Absolutely, him he, he's great. It's not going to happen. Agreed. He's he actually. I was surprised at how amazing he was. Yeah. Yes. Um, I've said before that John Sim is my ultimate master. Yes, he, he blew him out of the water. Because he was so mental yeah. as he played it. Yeah. And who, what's the geezer's name who plays him? Sasha Dwan. Yeah. Sasha Dwan, yeah. He, I, I haven't seen him before as the master. Has he been in it before yes. as the master? Oh, yes. 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 I hadn't seen it before, and in this I, series, in this series, absolutely blown not in the series before. Yeah, yeah, he's, been, yeah. he's Jody's master, isn't yeah, he's he? Jody's yeah, master. Jody's master. he's master. got to stay the master. Yeah, he's got a, such a yeah. lot of screen presence. So he's got to stay. And, and, you know, yeah, we need him for a good few seasons. Oh, yes. definitely, they've got to hold on to him because yeah. he, he was so mad. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. that's what the master is. Yes. Yeah. Not that Scottish woman who. Yeah, but he also, he also got across that vulnerability as yeah. well. Yeah. Don't uh, yeah. him again, you know. I, 
don't get me wrong i loved missy like missy for me was my master but i didn't mm. like how they ended her story with her slightly being good and getting killed by yeah. her pr- uh, earlier self which makes, which which makes it even more stupid morphetism wasn't it i've missed all of that so uh, oh, sorry no. sorry ben sorry spoilers spoilers <laughs> sorry yeah. thanks, like thanks. Spoilers. Sure. Uh, no not bothered well you said you like john sim and he may have been no, john sim was fantastic but yeah. i didn't get the missy the whole missy thing i didn't watch any of that that was oh, actually yeah, yeah. Oh, and, and I have to say the best master is Delgado Oh, yeah. no, I think, unfortunately, I think Delgado has now been surpassed by mm. at least two. This master, I agree, Sasha Dewan was great. Yeah. He's the best master so far. Yes. yes. Anyway, almost, uh, yeah, yeah, he's kind of like tying at the moment. I need to see a bit more of him, but, but yeah, John Sim was just it, mental. It felt, it felt Felt like a masterclass in every masterclass. Every master that's yeah. been before, he managed to amalgamate into this and make it something completely new. And that and was that's what I love about him. The costume to come as well. Oh, oh god! Yeah. Oh yeah! Wow. Oh, just fantastic! I want to cosplay that costume. <laughs> oh, that's the one. Yeah, somebody that, described it. that as the best cosplay for people who are very indecisive. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that, the, that costume is gonna. People are going to be cosplaying that. Yeah, well, uh, it's also when, when Jodie Stopter sort of comes around with it on going, what am I wearing? Uh, later on <laughs> yes. in this story. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so... Uh, the talk- absolute fun they had doing that. Oh, absolutely, yeah. like that. They would have howled with laughter. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was wondering, do you suppose that's a Lavarzi scarf? Ask um, Meninda and find out. I haven't done it myself, but I haven't got time. I'm doing a convention. Um, right then. Um yeah, so a doctor and Yaz uh, arrive at the location given to them by the Daleks, where they find uh, an identical TARDIS um, sort of <laughs> in the ground with the words ha 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 on the thing. Of course, you instantly know that's the Master's TARDIS. Um, <laughs> I, I love that. I thought it was like the Joker. <laughs> well, the yeah. Master is the Joker to a certain extent. He's got that sort of madness about him. Um, and we spared this time um, that the relationship between the Doctor and uh, Yaz never never surfaced. Yes, no, that was Thank that was God. a relief, wasn't it, Mary? Thank God, that's a hell of a relief. <laughs> yes. Oh. yes, it wasn't great, but the only way is up. Yes. Anyway, the Master's TARDIS is being used as some sort of machine to power this planety thing i believe that's what it was mm-hmm. has, has the, every time we've seen the master's tardis has it ever had a different interior than the uh regular tardis in the same story i don't know kirby no, i'm sure you're going so. to provide me with an answer no i'm not i'm also could i just say i, has anybody... I know it's a budget i know it's a budget thing but still did anybody well, notice well, that the um the um lgbtq plus stripes on the doctor's t-shirt have faded somewhat no, I think no, it might no. be the colour no, palette. Actually, I just but... noticed her regular stripes. <laughs> and also the thing with the Masters Tardis is, you know, it's just dead easy because all they got to do in the quote of Red Dwarf I is know. light bulb. Yeah, I know. this is the point in which the Quarrens becomes. Um, <laughs> sorry to interrupt. This is the point in which the Quarrens thingy becomes a Quarrens instead of a little girl, and the Doctor has a little chat True. with it. I think the do- uh, the Master is using it, isn't it, as a, like a slave to yeah. to power this. Yeah thing he has going on at this point it's a conversation so I feel the need to move forward a smidge and then the uh, the um, Cybermen turn up and start, uh, uh, that's John Davy, isn't it that, that yeah he put the picture up as well 
Okay. <laughs> you can always tell. <laughs> yeah, and then they, they're not a very good shot, though, in this occasion. Earlier on on the train, they were quite a good shot, although they all got shot. Um, <laughs> and the, the Doctor <laughs> and Yaz... Nice. <laughs> the, the Doctor and Yaz make it into the Doctor's TARDIS where there's a, a sort of another holographic call from Kate Stewart calling them now back to Yay! Yay! And unit HQ and units back! Yeah, Yay! but it should be underneath the uh, tower. Should it? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. So not allowed to move it then, Kirby? Or? That's, that's like what... That's, they're not allowed to at all. They're, They're not allowed to just move like, it. Okay. Like the new digs. Oh, yeah, I know, I know. So you, HQ was in a house at some point before it got transported to uh, uh, another universe. Uh, yeah. So maybe that's why they moved it from under the tower to here, just to sort of keep everybody guessing. They probably still have it under the tower, but they can get more done in a building they purpose-built. Okay. This plus, is, plus this it's, is, it's got a really cool set of staircases. Mm. It has indeed, <laughs> but this is the moment, Kirby, that uh, before you started not liking the episode, that you would have jumped around in siphon. The, the, the moment yes. when the 13th Doctor meets Tegan and Ace. I, I do jump... What? With joy for that. What are you talking about? I thought you. Oh, sorry, I thought you sort of automatically assumed you hated the story. Uh, no. But you like certain no, bits I, of it. I, I just like the story. Oh, you just the like scenes no in sense. it. But again, this the this fin, is a. It's this the scene that makes. It's wonderful. Oh, sorry, Kirby. It's this scene that makes Sophie's book non-canon because obviously, yes. uh, in the book, uh, Ace meets the Thirteenth Doctor in different circumstances. But it's quite a good scene. Um, yeah, I love the fact that she she clearly remembers them, and they they accept that she's the Doctor, despite the fact she looks completely different. It's a good look on you. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. love that line. Yeah. And then they go and have a look at some pictures uh, on the the TV screen of various uh, <laughs> instances of the Master's face appearing. In the <laughs> It looks, like, I love that. It looks yeah. like edits that my friends make. <laughs> yeah, I know, but somebody must have yeah. had a lot of fun doing like... it. The funny thing is that the, the Master's face works in each one of those pictures, and then, of course, the Master himself uh, comes mm -hmm. on the screen. and oh, does, does need to ask the question, what was the purpose of his face being in all these paintings? To get everyone interested and gather them in a room exactly yes. like they Kinda did. Kind of like the protests, <laughs> the oil yeah. protests that are going on and right now. Good answer. Yeah. Well, it's a bit like... And, and, and Mary, the Mary asked what I'm not allowed to ask. Go on, then. What, what were you not allowed to ask, then? No, what Mary asked. What, I didn't hear what Mary asked. You asked it five times before. <laughs> yeah. Uh, whatever. Um... No, it's talking no, about the, the reason why they did it was equivalent to the ponds doing crop circles yes. in season yeah. six to yes. try and get the doctor's attention. Yes, and also the fact that um, the master would do something like that. It's a bit like the time meddler because he, he doesn't, he has no qualms about meddling with time. And of course, it's also around this scene where the doctor touches the touches all these people on their shoulders and gives them a little bit of an electric shock. So we know there that she's up to something, don't we? Yeah. Don't quite know. What we did. We didn't at the time. Yeah, I guess straight away. We don't know what she was up to, Kirby, at the time, but we knew she was up yeah. to something. By um, the way, the, the, I, I've got the subtitles on, and the doctor did make a reference that the Master's TARDIS looked exactly like hers. So that she she tied it together. Okay. There's still a TARDIS sitting around London somewhere that looks like a house, isn't there? I wonder what they're going to do with that one. <laughs> yeah. They should give it to Dan. He's, he's <laughs> yes. not a house anymore. Um, he's a house. Yeah. Anyway, so the the Doctor and... Uh, is it the Doctor? The Doctor goes and has a, a, 
I say, yes, they are. Yeah, she's fuzzy in the background. Uh, has a chat with the, the master. <laughs> That's her entire story, fuzzy in the background. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, and... I, love bring, I love all the uh, tissue compression eliminators. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was a funny scene anyway, all, all, all those sort of squished those people. Those poor seismologists. How is it funny? Yeah. <laughs> but this is the point which the master... Ta- this is the point which the master says that, um, obviously, this is uh, the day she's going to die. How many times have that uh, people said that to the doctor? Many times. Five. Especially like, on their last episode. I feel like you should have counted. <laughs> and that, that should have been like the final questions. How many times yeah. was the doctor's death mentioned during this episode? And unit uh, sort of march in and arrest the, uh, the master. Uh, of course, he's going to Ooh, be. Oh, are these for me? You shouldn't have. That's the sort of thing Missy would have said. It's also the sort of thing that one of the previous masters would have said, which is, uh, I like that. Because um, you're mm. not familiar with the master other than this one, are you? Really? Yeah. Uh, well, you like Missy a little bit, but you, this, all right, so I'll I, shut up. Sorry. I was here for John. You were here for John? Yeah, yeah it was only because he was in that, that no, Capaldi episode. I was. You were tiny. You don't think I would remember? No. I mean, you were three. Do you think I'm dumb? (laughs) You were three. Come on, I could remember. Do you think I'm dumb? You were three three when um, when, um, Matt Smith took over. I have a very good memory, sir. I stand corrected. Let's see what people are saying on the live feed. We've got um, Brandon Moore. Sorry I'm late. I was too busy playing tag. Um... Nah. And then <laughs> you're it. And then Lillian Robin said, I was early. I Tag. One. Ian Kirk says, my knowledge of seismology is very shaky. And <laughs> <laughs> then we have the, the chap that we thought was the Doctor's dad uh, appear on um, the Master's Weird Planet. Um, that's a different actor, though, isn't it? That's the same actor. It's just, sure? He's the same just, actor, just with a haircut. Mm, yeah, he's had a bit of a haircut. Uh, and his missus isn't in the episode for some Shame. reason. Because she, she was currently getting a haircut. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, That'll be it. So, yes, yeah, so that's just well, to reintroduce him. What are we talking about? The, the, the character that we thought was the, the Doctor's dad in that episode called um, the uh, something child. Um, no idea what you're talking about. I have no idea what you're talking about. The chap with the dreadlocks. The soldier, a soldiery-looking bloke. Oh, no, mercenary-looking chap. Are you having another breakdown? I can't remember his name. I thought he was the bloke that was in, um, God, an episode. Timeless Child. He was in Timeless Child. In fact, he was in Flux as uh, Kirby. Where where is he in this? Oh, him. Yeah, for God's sake. Vinder. Yeah, him. Vinder. That's the one. Why did you say Vinder? I I couldn't remember his name. He was in Flux. He was in Flux. 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 What the Flux he was in. Anyway, so they're trying to lock up the master, and uh, we all know he wasn't going to stay locked up for long, didn't we? No, I thought thought that was it. I have a question. Um, What was the purpose of the doctor taking him into the TARDIS with um, Yaz covering him, you know, with a a single gun, and then coming right back out to have him arrested again, which is where he was before she took him into the TARDIS? I hadn't noticed that bit, Mary. Now they're in London. And also, wouldn't the gun not have worked in the TARDIS? Uh, only if it's in the plot that, that that would happen. Yeah, it, yeah. They, were, they were transporting him from Naples to London, like Reese just said. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
And it would be a lot quicker by target. So, it was, than so by... it was a different set of, of soldiers that arrested him when he came out. Correct. Oh, okay. I didn't get that. It'll be the Naples branch of unit. This is the mm -hmm. London branch of unit. <laughs> anyway, so. Why go in and then come right back out again? So the, the doctor touches Yaz on the shoulder and gives her a, a, a static electric shock uh, while they're on the way to a volcano. Because. Um, it's a good uh, job they don't change clothes throughout the episode. This really. particular volcano is in Bolivia because they can do that uh, in, in modern times. <laughs> Bolivian volcano. They can turn a, a, a Welsh oh. hill into a Bolivian volcano. Amazing oh, what yes. you can do with <laughs> a bit of CGI. The, uh, the wonders of technology. Yeah, that was quite a cool scene, wasn't it? Yeah, so uh, to cut a long story short, uh, the Doctor gets conned by... The actual Dalek that called her over was actually honestly saying he wanted to destroy the Daleks, but is doing it rather with a degree of futility. Yeah. Uh, and but of course, the Daleks used that against that Dalek who was yeah. betraying them. Yes, and of course, yes. Uh, it, it ends up instead of the Doctor getting exterminated, gets put into the Dalek, and um, the Master sort of summons uh, some friends to Unit HQ. <laughs> oh my God! Hey, besties. And um, <laughs> including that 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 Cyberman with the half a face bloke, Ashad. Ashad, yes. Him. What was that about? He's quite cool. We well, have to watch the episodes. I can't go around explaining yeah. little bits. Um, what's his name? Ben, isn't it? I can't go around explaining little bits <laughs> from previous that are sort of tied in from previous series and stuff, can I? I'll well, be like Kirby. I'll be here all day. Oh, you, you should have watched those, Ben. Yeah, Why? That's... Oh, why? Because that, that, that <laughs> we have to suffer them. That's why. Uh, Lily no, Robin no, says. I, I didn't. <laughs> Lily Robin says, "Why don't?" Sorry, I'm, I'm just going to do what's uh, saying on the live feed. Uh, Lily Robin says, "Why don't Dalek Master Cybermen etc. just kill the Doctor instead of announcing it?" Rhetorical question. Because it'd be it's a much happening. shorter episode. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be a very quick episode. <laughs> Uh, so the Cybermen are, are marching around uh, Unit HQ, uh, killing people. I love the way that, that, that one just sort of casually shot the person without even looking as he walked past him. It was quite funny. It's like um, a pass in football. <laughs> yes. Yeah. A bit like, yeah, Ronaldo sort of sideways that, passing. It's just the fact that while the Doctor was just getting taken, Yash just stood there yeah. watching. <laughs> like, oh, 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 no, oh, no. So anyway, yeah, but Yaz runs into the TARDIS and she's got the, the manual and some uh, post-it notes and uh, she she can fly the TARDIS. Of course, yes. Of course, because the plot dictates it so and she's not uh, the first yes, person that can miracle. The best scene. Oh, yes, <laughs> yeah, because the Doctor gets transported to, to Rasputin uh, Master's uh, domain. <laughs> uh, and we have a very amusing scene. Uh, in which yes. the master said about the the he master's, the master's Dalek oh, plan, yeah. yes, and all that malarkey. Yeah. Um, master's Dalek cyber plan. Oh, yes. I can't figure it out. A masterful <laughs> bit of gloating on on behalf of uh, the master himself. Oh um, yes. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, just that was a great scene, um, and that went on for a bit, didn't it, Bells? I love it though. Yeah. It's great. So basically, he's got a plan that he's going to um, put the Doctor in a machine, which looks very similar to the machine they had at the end of End of Time. Um, thinking where, that, yes, the yes. whole time I was thinking actually, there's quite a lot of the plot that's kind of a little bit mirrored, maybe. Mm, possibly. The end times too. I thought, yeah, yeah. I did think that. So the, the basically, well, he's got this machine called it's going to do a force regeneration, uh, and mm -hmm. so he's going to therefore become the Doctor. 
and then ruin basically ruin the doctor's reputation by being the doctor and doing yeah. all sorts of nasty yeah, things like being meanie. Yeah. <laughs> not stopping wars but starting them and this is a scene of course they played at the end of the last episode and everybody said well this is the doctor regeneration well we were, were right and wrong weren't we because yeah <laughs> so there was a sort of regeneration but not quite how we thought it was going to be uh and because this is the point in which um the master sort of takes over the doctor's body and he does look rather cool in the doctor's doctor's uh, yeah. suit which again later on when, when tenant steps out and not wearing the doctor's you yeah. know thing was a bit of a disappointment that the whole sort of oh. super generation but we'll probably find that they'll explain that explain it well later. i hope so because that was the one thing that we really noticed yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey his clothes regenerated <laughs> But as, uh, Whoa, they can regenerate clothes too now? <laughs> yeah. The There's upgrades, people, upgrades. Oh, but yeah, what? The fact that, that they had this regeneration, this force regeneration where the clothes didn't change, yeah. the same episode. Yeah, I know, yeah. I know. I, I agree with that, Kirby. But there may be an explanation. Um, I hope so. I don't think there will be, actually, because we've already seen Shooty. It's a big deal. For we've me. already seen Shooty wearing, <laughs> um, wearing the shirt and the I'm tie. I'm so excited. Mm. So and that excited. little clip. But anyway, back to this episode. Um, that's a great scene, and I love the fact that um, the the Doctor Master's wearing the the Doctor's sort of ear, yeah. sort of yes. thing, uh, <laughs> attention to detail, etc. And the hair's mm. slightly different. And another scene in which he's masterful. This one, don't you think? Yeah, uh, you know, this is this. This scene is great, and Sasha Dewan does a great job at this. Yeah, but it also would have been cool if they had had. Uh, the doctor not change but act like Sasha Dewan. Maybe that's not yeah. a bad idea, but I think we I missed the opportunity of having Sasha. To be fair, yeah, I know. <laughs> I, 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 I'm not. I didn't. I'm not dissing it. And I I'm think saying... uh, to give us some credit, I thought Mandip Gill was also really, really good in that scene. Just saying. yes, yeah. um, she's always good. The writing for her isn't. No, she's not. You're not wrong. Not. Oh, I thought she was good in that scene. Anyway, so um, meanwhile at Unit HQ. Um, Ace um, <laughs> finds a little gap in the floor where a baseball bat and her jacket is. Yeah. And somebody says, very 80s. stashed a few things earlier. I love the fact that Tegan's wearing a, a jacket that's very similar to Captain Jack's as well. Um, I miss John Barrowman. Oh, yeah, that's what this like was. Uh, air hostess this, uniform. Yeah, I think that's one thing this was lacking was John Barrowman. Oh, I agree. It was a shame. He was yeah. too busy fighting his corner. He was. Anyway, mm-hmm. so... Um, so Meanwhile, Yaz is actually tagging along with the master. I don't really think she's got much... Sorry, the Doctor Master. I don't really think she's got much choice, because otherwise she's going to be stranded on this thing. But it keeps on burping up um, Artron energy. So obviously it's not quite um, sort of sealed itself, this regeneration yet, is it? Which gives a hint to something or other. Um, And after... We must mention that um, there's a point in which, because I don't know if we've got there yet, that Kate decides she's got to sacrifice herself to save Unit. And uh, what's going on here? Um, what's he doing here? Oh, I is love the, the uh, recorder being brought out. Oh, too. yeah. Yes. Is this where they he stops and sort of goes on this random asteroid and just sort of sits yeah, there? Yeah, he wants to start trashing a reputation, remember? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and and yes, pushes and him then out he gets of the, out the gets out the recorder and two tools. It was quite nice because it was a hint of what was to come, this, this recorder thing. And, of course, uh, Yaz then sort of pushes him out and sort of takes off um, and leaving him. Leaves him on his own. On his own. <laughs> so, but he I'll said, wait. oh, wait, you'll be back. Um, 
And then the next scene, of course, is the scene that I, I, <sighs> I did pre-warn my, Kirby about. One of my favourite scenes of all. Is it? Oh, really surprises me. OMG. I wouldn't have guessed. <laughs> but me and uh, Deb were watching why, this. Why do you think that I'm going to object to everything? I don't know. Me and Deb were watching. No, they were being sarcastic. Hey. That's why I said to you, you better hold, you know, prepare yourself for ex- exciting <laughs> stuff. But this scene, obviously, they, they did really well because the first Doctor appears. And you think, that's not too much of a surprise, that, because obviously um, it's quite nice to see, you know, Doctor One. As played by uh, David Bradley, uh, but yes. when um, the things that happen afterwards happen, even Deb was jet bouncing, especially when Colin Baker's face appeared. They were <laughs> bouncing up, and she was starting to doze off until that happened. As soon as Colin Baker, she was what? Oh my god! I screamed um, like a girl. Yeah. <laughs> what did you think, Ben, when you saw this scene? I screamed like a little girl did when they, when those five appeared on it. It was just magical. It was absolute unnecessary bobbing. <laughs> It was fandom gone mental, it but it was exactly acceptable. Absolutely yeah. fantastic. What about and you, Reese? The fact that I've met three. Oh, of here, we here we go. <laughs> Reese, what did you think? I loved it. Oh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> it's that simple. I loved it. <laughs> Debbie, what? This this scene, obviously, weren't expecting it. So, how how was the reaction in the Melrose household when? When all these doctors started, in sort of absolute delight. <laughs> from Ina, to... from Tom, from me, we were just going, oh, 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 is it? <laughs> oh, and monkeys appeared in the in the room. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> were you were you able to um, keep your bottoms on the sofas whilst it was no. going? No. Okay. <laughs> what about you, Mary? There was a lot of cheering, lots of cheering. Oh, really, was, poor, really poorly talking. with flu, but we were cheering away. Yeah, and, and you guys saw saw in the chat what my reaction was yeah well you, you got yourself spoiled what about you mary uh, well i was happy but by this time i was already you know in in the mood of okay you know we're going to drag out all the favorites you know so we everybody loves this but no they so couldn't I was, I was happy but skeptical. they couldn't work these people into the the 50th anniversary but at least uh chibnall's passing thing was he did find a way of working them into well, not the sex but into this episode which is yeah. a, obviously a multi-doctor story just to have people like yeah. his last episode so it's I wonderful have, so yeah i've also read that the um the doctors that weren't in this one so everyone from eccleston have been offered parts in the 60th oh i hope you're right that'd be nice yeah oh, whether they take it up or oh, not not they could do another five-ish doctors yeah that'd be nice to see matt smith that's very true so, um, and this is also the moment in which Yaz sees the hologram of the 13th Doctor. And then... Um, if you're seeing this, I'm dead. Yes. A bit dramatic. But that, that was some from one well, of the something previous... something similarly bad has happened. I yeah, like it was that. The, the Eccleston yeah. Doctor tried that one, didn't he? Yeah, that was that. Yeah. Yeah. Tennant's Doctor did that as well, didn't he, to yeah. Rose? No, that's uh, Night. Eccleston. Yeah. Eccleston, sorry, yeah. 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 So, anyway, at least they're using this in a sort of... Uh, quality graphics yeah, exactly. of that particular uh, thing. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Okay. Um, no, I'm not. And yeah, this is the point <laughs> in which uh, Kate decides that she's uh, got no choice but to go and sac- uh, sort of basically give herself up to the to the Cybermen to give uh, Nissa, uh, I said, <laughs> Tegan and Ace <laughs> the opportunity <laughs> to to escape. It was Tegan, you vanker. <laughs> very good. Thank you very much. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. Anyway, so Ace jumps off the... Um, the TARDIS 
and parachutes off the TARDIS. Which, uh, off the TARDIS. I'll get it right in a minute. Off the TARDIS. Yeah, into, into the TARDIS. The Brilliant tower. flying by Yaz. That wasn't that really clever and skillful of her. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think the TARDIS doing a lot of the work. Mm. TARDIS uh, is a living thing, and it, it often refused... In fact, it refused to let the Master fly it, but now Yaz is trying. It's saying, good effort, I'll correct any mistakes. <laughs> it's like an autocorrect. Yeah. Yes, yes, exactly. Go left. Left! Of course, they do end up <laughs> picking up left. the Master, uh, who's now <laughs> yeah. got... Uh, who, sorry, not now got, but has now got... A, well, she just now got... Changed into a suitable costume involving the Seventh Doctor's rather cool sort of jumpery thing arrangement. And the jumper the, probably came the from the Lavarzi as scarf, well. The Lavarzi <laughs> scarf that... Uh, um, oh, yeah, speaking of clothes, we found out that yeah, the Eighth the Doctor doesn't do robes. Oh, and the yeah. Fifth Doctor's yeah. celery. Well spotted. See, that'll come out on the audio. They wouldn't have heard it. But when it comes the podcast goes out, the listeners would have heard you say that. That's one of the best bits of info we've ever had on this show. That really does overshadow quite strongly your Amy fell down to the ground comment. That is, is so. going to take that one over. I, I don't think so. Did, did Amy fall down to the ground? Uh, shut up. <laughs> right then. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so and then we see... Come on to this episode to get abused from previous ones. <laughs> <laughs> so the next scene, rather beautifully, is the scene where uh, Tegan's trying to sort of um, get to a machine and then the fifth doctor appears well, sorry, initially the 13th, and then, then the 5th Doctor, in full costume. Yes. Oh, yeah. Um, Again, screams. Yes. He's, he's apparently now got it, and he's doing photo Yes, I know, I booked yes, one, yes. Debbie. We, we booked a picture of him at Wales Comic Con in that. Yeah, with him costume. in the actual outfit. Which rather explains why um, Sylvester was booking shots of him in the costume at uh, London Comic Con in, in the summer. Should have thought of that. Should have seen that coming, shouldn't we? Fine. Yeah. So that's quite exciting. Although Deb wants to be in the picture, so so it must be quite a you know important thing if your mum really wants to be in the picture with Peter Davison and his uh, Fifth Doctor um, outfit. But it's a lovely scene, uh, very sort of sentimental. Obviously, the words Braveheart taken had to be mentioned. Yes. Meanwhile. Yeah, Ace is on in the volcano, and she sees obviously initially the thirteenth Doctor, and then uh, the seventh Doctor. What you've dropped? Yay! Uh, again, an, a very pleasant scene. Uh, Seven Doctor in full costume, and Silver is much better at playing the Doctor now than he was when he was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely, oh. absolutely right. He's he was the, really. Oh, that, I was. I, I I was crying. But he's got that look in his. He's got that do- in his eyes. I think it's a thing they do with their eyes. These actors. But he's got it now. Yeah. So let's bring him back. He's got a brilliant According to, um, I can't remember who it was. It was some really famous actor in a really big TV program. Uh, that was called Smelling the Fart Acting. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say, I mean, bear I in mind. I it was me. Bear in mind how many conventions since then that, and how close to Sophie Aldrin and Theresa McCoy are. It must have been absolutely wonderful for them to be able to do that scene together. It, it felt like this a, time. We, we who, who were there, you know, I was, he, I was watching this, mm. him and, you know, those the two of them together in the 80s when it all just stopped. And I can remember just mm. feeling like, what's happened? You know, that we ended up in this wasteland of no Doctor Who for so long and but to get them to have their goodbye 
Yes. Yeah, yeah that's, I didn't even think of that. That's a really good point. Crying. Even Tom was filling up, and that takes a lot for him to yeah, do Yeah, that. that's good. I, was, it was, I didn't even consider that they didn't have a proper goodbye. Absolutely I expect they did on Big also, Finish, though. Yes? With, um, wait, with the fifth Doctor talking to Ace, um, I swear he mentioned like the previous companion that died. Adric. Oh, yeah, Adric. Yeah, there was mention of Adric. Yes, well done. You're on fire tonight! God! Anyway, but this... And and, uh, all these new Who fans are going to go, who's Adric? No, no, they'll have to go back and watch it, won't they? Um, Anyway, so the the most... Sorry, the most surprising element of that scene, obviously, was the sudden appearance of Graham. Yeah, Bradley Walsh just appeared. Yeah, that came out of nowhere. Yeah. And he said, I love former it, bus driver, blank. Driver. Oh, no, that's not... He was a former bus driver. Anyway, but that was quite a nice thing. But, yeah, um, obviously, um, Ace <laughs> wouldn't bought, have known who he was. They bought back Bad- Bradley Walsh, but they couldn't bring back John Barrowman. Yeah, we were hoping that not just John Barrowman, but, but Ryan well, was going to be Ryan, in it. Yeah, just to complete I... it. But there was just a passing line got rid of Mist- it. Mist- I was Mist- hoping they were going to bring back because she's barely been in it since she left. Who? Rose. Oh, yeah, Rose. Rose. Ba- barely been in it. Yeah. But she's yeah, yeah barely yeah, as in. We'd have to have the ninth doctor. Yeah, that would be nice to have a ninth doctor. He might be back. I reckon he'll we'll make. We'll see what happens with that one. But he's going to be at Wells Comic Con too. I wonder if he'll wear his costume. Yeah, exactly. So it's not a companion to <laughs> his other doctors. He started doing stuff like that again. I can't believe he's not in the sixtieth. He's got to be, isn't he? Yeah, just to make I can up believe he's not being in the 50th. because it's written by Russell T Davies and they don't exactly, get along. Exactly, exactly. The Max other point there. He, he it's not as though he's going back learning. to you know he's going back to. Like as Embrace said, he's going back to what he knows. Yeah. So I reckon he is. That's that's my. That's yeah. my. So anyway, we get to the point in which um, the, the Daleks are, uh, and so on are ordered to uh, th- release the volcanoes, and, um, <laughs> which is like this. Kill us all! <laughs> yeah. Yay! And. Um, yeah, the, you know, so I'm moving on. Oh, yeah, and then, and again, surprise, surprise, the, um, the Joe Martin Doctor, which she, they call it the Joe Martin <laughs> Doctor. She can't actually really be called the Joe Martin Not Doctor, really. can she? Well, what's she's she, called Fugitive no, Doctor. We call her the Roof Doctor. Roof, Roof Doctor. doctor. Uh, yeah, yeah, so that's just they call it, No, they call her the original Doctor, don't they, now? Uh, yeah, she technically is the original doctor, doctor. The one that... The the, the first, the first, first doctor before the doctor. Yeah, first they, they doctor call her the original. That, yeah, original. that list that keeps doing the rounds as to how many doctors. So she's prior to Hartnell. That's basically where she fits in. Let me say it again. Yeah. They're calling yeah. her the fugitive doctor. Fugitive doctor. She's got so many names. I like the um, fugitive doctor. She's, I'm not buying great. the doctor. Like doctor is what I call her. <laughs> <laughs> or as she calls herself, I'm the doctor, mate. Who are you? Yeah, I like that. It's like the, well, the, ben, the Queen. Ben, oh, I'm the first time we've seen... Ben. Yeah. Is this yes, the first time you've seen the Roof Doctor? Yes, it was. And actually, I did laugh and was, was quite impressed by what she did with the character. But no way is she the first ever Doctor. That is just absolute well, bottoms that they're trying to write into it to make it all PC. <laughs> and, and, and from, from the timeless child, she isn't the first Doctor, so I don't know why... No, she's they're... the first of when she decided that... The idea, Kirby, is when... The, the character of the Doctor decided to take on the name the Doctor. At that, it was at that point this this particular incarnation. That's what they're trying to make out anyway. This is the first. I, incarnation I don't think that's when that yes. happened. Well, that's what they try. Doctor Who history. End of story. All right. Anyway. She, she was the fugitive of the Jadoon. She was. That's yes. why she's the fugitive. Fugitive of the Doctor. Anyway, so the culmination of this is that the the fugitive Doctor, as Mary pointed out, helps. 
uh, Yaz um, forced the master to reverse regeneration. The polarity of the neutron flow. Something like that. <laughs> and uh, on the Jenny, on the surprised that wasn't mentioned. <laughs> yeah. In the Matrix, I'm going to call it the Matrix, uh, the 13th Doctor <laughs> is talking to the other Doctors in fast succession while um, she reincarnates. And this is a point of, what am I wearing? Uh, and she does look really <laughs> cool in this sort of... Yeah, she does. Yeah. <laughs> she, she does. She rocks it, rocks it better than, um, than the Master did, to be fair. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like her wearing a tie, actually. It's really cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, so her and Yaz have a bit of a moment because obviously she realises that he has um, sort of helped a little bit and of course a previous self and um, off goes the fugitive doctor for the end of another little cameo and they end up, go into the TARDIS while Kate's been taken down for a bit of torturing the new I mean, master, 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 yeah. master. Can, can I complain about one thing? There's only one master oh, in this God. <laughs> how, how did Tegan survive that fall? Science fiction fantasy TV show, and yeah, also it's not how a show. did how <laughs> she did had the parachuting or something? Yeah, but how did the, the uh, no? She wasn't wearing the parachute. I checked. No, I know. Oh, how did the eleventh Doctor survive no, that fall? In, we in don't the know what's Christmas going on special? because we never get to find out that score. Science fiction fantasy TV. A lot of stuff coming through in the live feed while that scene's sort of flashing away, because uh, uh, Tegan has to reach a little cable, like a you know, internet mm. cable, to disconnect everything. Ace. No, it was Tegan. Aces in the volcano. Um, yes, yeah. Tim Drury says, I loved Power of the Doctor. And Ian Kirk says, Smelling was that Joey in Friends. Yes. Uh, oh, there you go. So, anyway, Tegan saves the day. I thought, carried, I thought you said a really good actor, though. Yeah, I was joking. I was hoping someone would pick up on the fact it was Joey <laughs> from Friends. Uh, <laughs> I was going to make another Joey from Friends reference when oh, uh, the Doctor had all of the costumes on, like Joey did when he. Oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> oh that's a good one, Ben. I'll give you that test, one. I thought I'm not going to go over the same one. Uh, but the thing I need, think we need to point out is yes. that uh, it was quite clear in this episode that Kate was taken from her office to the cyber changing chamber by the worst uber cybermen ever because they took the longest route they could have found possibly because it took so long to get her down there they saved six universes in maybe the they were trying to build up once, once we find out where that building is it, it, it's go. because it's a cool staircase i do love the yawn you did then when you said that was <laughs> um right and so Sorry, was so, I boring you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the next scene is a fab scene of Ace whacking uh, a yeah. Dalek with a baseball bat, um, oh, and, well, and Graham helping her by blowing up another one with some Nitro Nine. In fact, these two could actually have a little Nitro spin-off nine, nine, series. Nine. All right, whatever. These yeah, two could have a bit of a spin-off done. series together, couldn't they, Bells? They should. I think <laughs> they would work quite well. Well, Kate did offer employment towards the end of the oh, episode. Oh, did she? So... I didn't pick up on that one. Mm-hmm. Anyways, there's a little bit of a people have pointed out that since Disney Plus, uh, Disney has a hand in giving more money, Mm. and Disney has created the Marvel Cinematic Universe. We could have the Doctor Who universe with separate shows following different people. Let's see how that goes, shall we? but we were going to talk about that during the, the news segment of the show. But as once again, the Mr. Mr. Spoiler himself uh, decides <laughs> to input that a little bit early in the episode. Anyway. Well, yeah, I, I was I was uh, going through Twitter when this whole thing was 
So Five just after all the explosions and stuff, the Doctor turns up and gets a right rollicking from Tegan, which I adore because that's so Tegan. Because <laughs> yeah. she wet steps. And of course, then Kate gets all excited because she's allowed to come in the TARDIS as well. Oh, Kate's face. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's brilliant. I love I, it. Yeah, I def- love the, the Doctor's reaction to that. She's already got a lot of people in the TARDIS. Tegan says, Yes, I will go in the TARDIS. Thank you very much. <laughs> and then she goes, Kate? Definitely good. some red grave acting going on in that particular scene. Um, anyway. Almost, hold on. It was almost as good, Kate's face, yeah. as my boss on Friday afternoon. Right? Yeah. So I've been at my I'm new job. Going home early is what you for, said. No, no, no. I've been at my new job for 10 weeks, and um, I'd asked to borrow a few things to come and clean my computers and stuff. And my boss has said yes, but the big boss didn't know. So I walked past his office with a big box, of, a big cardboard <laughs> box on a Friday afternoon. <laughs> Looked at me as if to say, what's in the box? Uh, you're not leaving, are you? His face, his face was such a brilliant <laughs> picture. It's definitely worth a couple more grand when my probation comes up. <laughs> so <laughs> they need me. <laughs> so anyway, um, there we go. Oh yeah, so the, they're all sort of around the console, and the doctor's telling them to hold levers and <clears throat> press buttons. A little bit similar to the Stolen Earth episode. Yeah. Oh, hold on a minute, we were repeating stories. <laughs> yes, we are. Um, yeah. And the I master that could happen in a nearly sixty-year show. The doctor no, fixes. We're, grasp- we're grasping at the things that worked before. Yes, indeed. Yes, but it worked, not- it? So why not? Again, it was nice again, and it, it made you think, "Oh, look, they've copied it, but it's nice because it's working nice." Yes. Anyway, so the Doctor um, fixes that Matey's spaceship with, with use of the goggles she used in the first of her, uh, yeah. her story. That was a nice a nod back. It to was her, a nice her, little um, nod back. Um, Eighteen moment in her first episode. Yeah. <clears throat> the Master wakes up uh, and sort of limps out of the the little building where all the sidemen are sort of done in. And, and he's um, so disappointed that his brilliant plan failed. <laughs> yeah. He was so excited about his plan for so long, and he's just going, oh, now. <laughs> and to cut a long yeah. scene short, there's also the Death Star. Did, did you see the Death Star scene? Where the, yes. Um, yeah. it was in the <laughs> yeah. And the inexplicable two planets fighting each other where we're not really sure what's going on there. A science fiction fantasy TV show. I know. That was yeah. just a situation where the Doctor could have stepped in, but because he wants to ruin the reputation... He didn't, and made it very clear that, look, I'm not saving the day this time because I'm the Doctor and I'm evil now. (laughs) (laughs) So so after a little bit of trying to fix stuff and freezing volcanoes and lava, bearing in mind these these volcanoes are supposed to be blowing up to destroy the world. They're only spewing out a bit of lava. That's not going to destroy destroy the world. It it would only be the... the Master, Master, it's a science fiction fantasy TV program. Okay, whatever. The world would have become swamped in lava, and uh, all okay. the fish would have died, okay. and so yeah. we'd have fish cakes, and so we'd have all died. The Doctor yeah. steps out of the TARDIS and has a chat with the thingy, whatever that thing's called, uh, which Mary knows the name of, but Mary? I don't remember it. Uh, and what? after a, a bit of a time, the Master steps out of his TARDIS, and um, we well, sort of, with his last breath, he said, if, you, if I can't be the Doctor, nor can you, and does something that shifts the power of this doodon onto her which sort of Ooh. doesn't do her much good does it bells no. power of the doodah yeah <laughs> that's what it was called the power of the doodah yeah <laughs> and of course she falls uh, lifeless on the floor and very strong she's getting better very strong yes carries her yeah back to super the yes. well she i would have thought she would have done like a policeman's lift anyway the doctor wakes up thinks everything's okay and of course uh, the ads can see that she's got a bit of a glowy hand 
That's all that radioactive stuff. I hate it when that happens. The glow the other day. I remember <laughs> when people, when they used to start glowing, it, you know, they'd regenerate in like 30 seconds. Yeah, not from since that. the Capaldi <laughs> yeah. era. No, no, it's not since some... Um, no, Tennant. Tennant, that's it, yes. Yeah, he likes to drag things out. Yeah, he does. Yeah, 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 but the best oh. thing about this whole scene is when, when the Doctor realises that uh, her time's sort of up, um, she's, she just thinks, well, one thing I've really got to do is get rid of Yaz. And that's what was something yeah. we've been hoping for for quite a while, really. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that was the first part of it that was very good. Uh, and so um, just in the face. Yeah. And of course, they had a sort of With teary. They have a teary goodbye, but no kissing. Well, not in the. Good. Yeah. Good. Yes, we've been spared. Aww. Yeah. They um, had ice cream on top of the target. That was a lovely the scene. They, the same way that at the end of Up, uh, Mr. Fredrickson has an ice cream with uh, the little kid. Yes, it was some sort True. of euphemism. <laughs> but no, it was a lovely, it was a lovely scene. I, I did not. It's not quite an iconic picture, though, the where they got the TARDIS and they're sat on it, looking yeah. towards the earth. Um, mm. I'll make many a, a, a desktop theme thingy. What do they call this thing? Background? background? Oh, you know, you know, computer. Background, yes. Yeah. Well, quite, quite literally, yeah, just background. So to cut a long story short, uh, she kicks. Um, uh, shirt. She, yeah, she kicks. Um, what's the name? Yeah, it's out of the TARDIS. They have a. She waves with a glowy hand. I thought that was quite a good little tension to do. Yeah. Uh, yes. And then, um, <laughs> and then Dan suddenly comes around the corner with. Uh, and Graham. With Graham. Yeah. And. Um, what did you get your invite? Another exciting <laughs> moment. Yeah. Well, oh, then, yeah. I was crying. You know what? Oh dear. Now then, now then. Especially when Ian then, appeared. Now, now then. Now yeah, go on then, Ben. I know you want to say something. When? Now then, then now. now yes. Okay. That that is the moment that Doctor Who broke a world record. Which is? Yes. Yes. Um. Well, when William Russell returned, is Ian just Yeah. Yeah. It broke the longest gap between TV appearances as the same character. The previous record, this is all from memory. I'm definitely not reading. (laughs) Um, The previous record was held by Philip Laurie as Dennis Tanner. A 43-year gap on Coronation Street. Russell has beaten this by a fair bit as he last played the part 57 years, three months and 28 days before Doctor Who, The Power of the Doctor. Wow. Ah, we got to see Katie Manning, who played the character in um, Sarah Jane Adventures. Yeah. And, and wouldn't that be a brilliant TV show to see all of them, like, every now and again, just one of them doing something? And, but, and, and Bonnie Langford. Oh, don't, Langford. Don't forget Bonnie Langford. She didn't even scream once. <laughs> he didn't. I know. <laughs> Somewhat distinct. Fantastic. Um, but that was a lovely little sort of uh, precursor <laughs> scene to the end of the 13th Doctor. Where again, a, a scene which was uh, quite beautifully done. And she steps out and takes in a bit of air. And then uh, she's David Tennant. And then uh, <laughs> and there's a bit of what, 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 girl. Shall we play the audio from this bit? Yeah. What? What? It's the only sad thing. I'm not bothered with that. You, you do a copyright thing at the end of the episode. Next. That covers us, doesn't it, guys? Great line. Right, then. Yes. Tag. Doctor Who, wherever I'm about to be. Tag. You're it. Just what she did it outside the TARDIS, this was Elizabeth putting into the TARDIS and staying in one piece. And the music, the fireworks. Is that the name of the last time? Yeah. 
suit changes. That's the first thing. What? What? I don't understand. This isn't normal. D- D- David Tennant? <laughs> yeah. I know these teeth. I know these teeth. <laughs> okay. What? <laughs> what? 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 <laughs> yeah, that's what we say. <laughs> what? And what? Every time, every time I've seen that scene now, I say what along with him. Yeah, I'm, but the thing I, is, I, though, it's I, not really much of the what because Ben will, was probably going told ya, told ya all the way through. Well, I think it was going to be David Tennant. It's, it's, it is quite funny yes. that you bring that up, Adam, in the fact that I was absolutely 100% right quite a long time ago <laughs> by suggesting this would actually happen because I was right because I said it, and it's on the podcast somewhere. Yeah. I I did actually run upstairs and tell the wife how right I was <laughs> about something. <laughs> she was surprised, as usual. happened very often in her book. But, uh, yeah, I was right, and I remembered, and I'm so cool, it's unbelievable. Right, so i just talk briefly before I say how what I thought of the episode. Actually, what we'll say what Isabella thought of it, but uh, it was the, um, the yeah. little preview. Of, well, because you're important. Uh, the little preview of the next episode. They said series, but I feel it's probably just one episode. Well, um, is there confusion? Is there one, two, or three specials coming up in the next year? Apparently three. Well, I'll say well, three. three. But I heard but it's I've not on until next November. Yeah. I've read that as well. Mm. But that's yeah. where 60th is on. Are there yeah. two specials yeah. leading up to it? So we're not getting a Christmas special. special. And, by the way, it has been confirmed that it is a celestial toy maker. Thank you for that, for spoiling that one. I really didn't want to. Did you want to know that? Is, is there no Christmas episode then this year? No, there Probably isn't. Not. Sadly not. No. Unless unless they surprise us with one. They're not going to do that. There's too many that. surprises no. in that episode, really, to be fair. Uh, so they're yeah. not going to uh, do that. But no, um, uh, you're right. So I've, I've heard people say that they've sort of been, they've watched it and with a lot of excitement, enjoy all the, the extra Doctor bits and stuff like that. Uh, and I know that Chibnall tried to be quite fancy with certain dramatic and sort of colourful storylines that didn't yeah. work before um, especially with the, the Timeless Child scenario which I actually quite enjoyed I quite enjoyed like the idea I know lots of people didn't, I didn't. but this I thought that was quite good I like the way they're all over the place and they're sort of timey-wimeying and some performances by old characters and new and um, even Deb kept up with the story so I, I, she's a pretty good gauge as to whether the story is believable in, in a Doctor Who sense I think yeah uh, I was in Do- enjoy Doctor Who on a first viewing all the time, and then I, I do get this sort of calming down bit. I think, actually, no, that wasn't much good. But I haven't had that with this one. I think it's just got uh, a little bit of, like, um, Kirby Calls fan wank in it, which uh, blends in nicely into... Other people just call them the references. Story, yeah, references, that'll work. Uh, <laughs> stories. A story yeah, that's... Uh, people are cats. And a fine send-off for uh, Jodie Whittaker who was previously to this not given much, to be fair. No, I, I just felt bad for Jodie, because like, she had so that much potential to be a really good doctor, mm. but it was just the script that was terrible. Yeah, most of them. There were a couple of good ones, but you know, yeah, nothing like couple, this. Nothing yeah, no, like nothing this. like this. Um, but, you yeah, know, this this was a good episode. Finally got rid of Yaz. Me! Finally. <laughs> I loved all the appearances. It was it was just it was just nice. I just felt that she held her, she held her own quite oh, well yeah, with the other actors that have played the Doctor previously and still are on Big Finish. Like, yeah, <laughs> or I, on I screen. Just, <laughs> yeah. I think this is my only like dig at it 
was how they rushed Dan's exit. Like, just mm. the one thing that really strange, annoyed me about that episode. But overall, I, I really enjoyed it. They robbed John Bishop of oh yeah of, of uh, being in one of the most important Doctor Who episodes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. A long time, sort of. So, you, you liked it then? Yeah. And you still like it? Yeah. Wow. Well, what do you think about it being on Disney Plus in future? Do you think that's a good thing for the series? Bring it on. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, it's not going to be on your Disney Plus. Yeah, it you is. No, what, what, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's worldwide. No. 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 Really? Is no. it not? No. 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 Well, I think it's a scam. No. For you guys, it's BBC, and for the rest of the world, what? it's Disney Plus. What I heard was yeah. it's his, his on Disney Plus, but it's also on the BBC. Wow. That's what I heard. I thought it was doing well by Disney. We'll Plus. find out, won't we? They're scammed now. Be a good place to watch it. Um, <laughs> anyway, it's good for the BBC getting a bit of extra funding for a great show. Yeah. No wonder RTD came back. So, uh, what <laughs> did you think of it then, Reese? I loved it. I really, really liked this one. Um, I haven't felt this excited about a Chris Chibnall Doctor Who ever. <laughs> <laughs> I really quite liked the woman who fell to Earth, and I don't know if it was just because I was excited because it was a new era and a new Doctor, but boy, did it go downhill after that. Mm. Um, but this was absolutely brilliant, and it's so unfair on Jodie that she had to wait to her final episode to have something this well written by that man. Yes. And honestly, I feel kind of slightly bad for him that he couldn't find creative energy to write this well previously. Because <laughs> some of yeah. the ideas that he's given us have been quite interesting, but just fell so flat in yeah. mm-hmm. in the execution and in the the paces the the pacing of the episodes that he's written. But I don't like being negative, so I'm going to talk about all the good things in this. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I, I thought that the um, the master being Rasputin and putting his faces on the paintings was <laughs> very subtle callback to methods like the ponds doing crop circles to get the doctor's attention. It was all about getting the doctor's attention. Um, and I thought his plan to, even though I didn't really like the Timeless Child arc and the Cybermen or the Cybermasters, his plan to incorporate the Cybermasters and bring back Ashad and have the same sort of technology that the Daleks had in the season two finale, where they appeared from that orb with the little, uh, the little Russian doll Cyberman, as he called it. I thought that was a good throwback, but also a pretty clever plan. And oh, it yeah. also used um, tissue compression elimination. Yes. That's another thing Chibnall's done very well every time the Master has appeared, is great references to yes. previous appearances. I think he's handled the connection with the master specifically to the classic series, the best out of any of the modern masters. Um, I'm trying to find things to praise him on because this really has been my least favorite Yu Who era. Um, <laughs> you but, and everyone else. <laughs> yeah, it would, it would seem. It would seem. Yeah. And I hate being harsh. It, it, there's a lot of hard work going into it, but it just didn't work for me. But um, this this did. I thought every element of it worked. I think um, you were saying, Adam, that. Deb found it compelling enough and believable enough, and I think that's a good way to look at it. If it makes sense, even in Doctor Who's weird and wacky timeline and scenarios, then it's a a decent enough story, and that's what I was kind of praising it for Mm -hmm. in terms of making sense and working quite well, and sure, there's fan wank or references, whatever you want to call it, but that just made (laughs) it even more magical. It really did feel like a, a special episode, and I wasn't necessarily expecting that but it, i got the same sort of feeling i got from the 50th with this okay. and i was very happy with that 
Thank you, Reese. Um, Lillian Robin uh, pointed out that I forgot to do this. Ben, what did you think? Well, roughly 404,265,600 seconds ago, I watched an episode of Doctor Who that made me feel as good as this one did. Yeah. It's been six uh, six million seven hundred thirty seven thousand seven hundred sixty minutes, a hundred and twelve thousand nine hundred twenty six hours, four thousand six hundred seventy nine <laughs> days, or if you want it the easy way, twelve years nine months and twenty three days between watching good Doctor Who episodes. Uh, it wow. was just very very enjoyable, and that's what Doctor Who hasn't been for a very very long time. However, okay. I don't like. <laughs> I'm glad she's left, and I didn't like Jodie. I just couldn't dig her, man. It just didn't work for you me. You couldn't invest in her. I certainly could not. Not even one pence. <laughs> However, <laughs> the master, the multi doctor bit, the multi companion bit, the multi doctor costume, the many old references, and <laughs> Adric. It just made it so enjoyable to watch. I wanted to watch it again, but I haven't had a chance because I've been such a busy boy with work and have a thing stuck there. But, uh, yeah, uh, it it restored my faith in the the who. Uh, Not the band. I've always (laughs) been. The regeneration bit at the end, I again, I screamed like a five-year-old girl for quite some time as I said there, going, Back up! I was right. I did my little, I was right. Yeah. And, um, but do you know Very what? Very well deserved. But, but the funny thing was, whilst I was watching it, as it was happening, I wasn't actually thinking. I, I, this is what I predicted. I was so excited at the fact it was happening, I completely yeah. forgot the fact that I had predicted it until about twenty minutes afterwards, and I was like, "Yeah, I knew that was going to happen." But um, and, and then the um, the trailer for the next series looked quite good. Now, I'll be completely honest with you. When I saw Nkuti do his first little Shooty. bit, Scooty, do whatever the words he said was, I was like, "What? Can't play the doctor like that." And then. Within four hours, I'd watched it a couple more times, and I thought, actually, that's going to work fantastically if he does yeah. it kind of style. So yeah. I'm actually now really looking forward to having Russell T. Davis back on board and someone who might be a very amusing doctor. Oh, I'm so, so excited. After, after yeah. I'm so excited. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm quite confident he's going to be magnificent. I'm, I mean, if you've, I watched, if you've watched Sex Education and you know his kind of like... Sex Education, he's brilliant. Well, you can yes, see, he is. Is. You can yes, see from, from, that clip, from that clip, you can see from that clip he's not going to play the character anything like oh, that. Oh, no. And it shows what how, oh. how diverse he is as an actor, and that's what's exciting uh, me, to seeing him. I'm, I'm, still, wait, I'm yeah. still waiting for yeah. the next season of Sex Education. I'm very impatient. Last one, isn't it? I do hope they reference a little accent he does during that show where he says, you dirty, dirty pig. That's his icon. <laughs> you should wash your hands, you dirty pig. You Sorry, Ben, did you finish? And I would have to give the episode a full seven doctors <laughs> out of seven. Hey. Woo! Like it's it. a classic <laughs> moment yeah. here of the 20th anniversary really podcast. It was, even with the worst doctor I can remember for years, it was a, a really good episode. And Yaz is gone. Yeah! <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah. Someone else did talking. I've got. <laughs> I, felt, I felt that way about Clara. Yeah. Yeah, no. Hold on, we, 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 hold yeah, on, Clara Mary. did kind of get a little bit annoying. I did. Oh, my Clara. Clara in the end. It was the Clara show, not Doctor. Oh, no, it's yeah, Clara. But, but oh, it this is where you lot got this all wrong. 
you didn't watch those episodes of Doctor Who with the sound up. <laughs> at that point, Doctor Who was just for looking at for, for, for pretty little Clara to run around the screen and to go, I, I love you. I liked Clara. No, I preferred Bill. Me too. Oh, well, Bill was alright. I loved Bill, and I felt so bad for Bill. Okay. Right, thank you, Ben. Uh, Kirby, what did you think? Ben, God, just had Bill and Ben, did you hear that? <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Yes. Uh, Here we go. I watched this the first two times I watched this. I was just grinning from ear to ear, just <laughs> having have, having a great time. I, it was one of the best things I've ever seen. Uh, and I watched it alone the first time, and you guys saw my reaction. As it was oh, did we? <laughs> it was. I saw you digging for spoilers, actually, Kirby. This, yes, you yes, watched the yes, regeneration yes. first. Yes. Yeah, you were well, talking as well. Well, that's because it got it got posted. That's where no, you don't have to watch away. it. Do you have to watch no, spoilers? You no, you don't have to watch spoilers, Kirby. I don't think that they didn't yeah, say. I, oh, that's the law. Oh, a spoiler. Let's watch it. I have to watch spoilers, and then, then later that uh, night, I watched with Fred, and uh, she. I was enjoying her enjoying it, which was great. Uh, <laughs> all the, her biggest complaint was she didn't like the Rasputin beard because I could tell she didn't know anything about Rasputin. Philistine. <laughs> oh. so, oh. well, so, That's such a shame because it's like, hey, here we go, you know. Yeah. I loved it. <laughs> oh, Rasputin. Anyway, uh, <laughs> but then two days later, I uh, was on the uh, Earth Station Who podcast. And oh. they, they started shooting it down, which is where they I got... They picked it apart. They picked it apart. Oh. Although they picked it apart so much that if all of them, when we were rating it with number of stars or TARDISes or whatever, they asked me first and I gave it uh, three. And oh, everyone else is giving it... Some people were giving it four and five. And I, after they all said that, I, I said, okay, I'm going to revise my... Just tell us what the scale says, is. I, I said, I said, five, that's very good. I said, I said four out of five instead of uh, three out of five because I was the lowest of, of all of them. Don't uh, you hate people who bring Doctor Who down, talking talk <laughs> down. Yeah, right. Oh yeah, really, really don't like that at all. But uh, <laughs> overall, it was great. Okay, hey. don't get me wrong. Hey. It, it's just, <laughs> it, it, it was very chibnall. It was this ch chibnalliest of chibnall being <laughs> chibnall. Uh, because there was simply no reason for some things to happen, but it was still fun to watch. That's what I've been trying to say. Thank you, there, there, Why? Why? 1916. There was no explanation, but it was fun. And the so he got to be Rasputin. Yeah, the, the, the sets were great. The sets were great. It, it looked fantastic. I, I was afraid that he was going to pull in the timeless child with the, with the the child looking like all <laughs> yes. the timeless child things. And for and I went. I was so glad that it wasn't. I w I was crying, mm -hmm. both with the multiple doctors at the edge uh, of the cliff and the uh, group at the end. Yeah. I was. I have not literally cried at watching Doctor Who. Since the uh, 50th, you know yeah. what I got with I, I I just felt that the, with the robe scene at, uh, at least it, it was about mm. time too. That's what I felt. Um, yeah. 
and uh, the proper homage I to... I wish they'd found someone who could have played two. A proper homage to the to the jobbing convention-going doctors. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Kevin. Uh, the so... other doctors should do the sequel to the five-ish doctors. Yes. <laughs> when they do actually appear in Doctor <laughs> <Yeah>. Who. <laughs> Actually, I hope they do uh, some sort of five-inch doctors anyway. I, yeah. I, actually, I hope they these guys end up in the 60th. Thank you. Well, well, I, 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 I don't, because I think that the five-inch doctors was such a surprise. <laughs> it was so unique. I think any attempt to carry it on or improve on it or whatever they would do would only spoil it. Well, Davison wants to do another one. <laughs> yeah, he said it. He said that he was going to, which is why I brought it up. Shall, shall we move uh, on? But... Uh, <laughs> this, this was very, very good. It was one of the best things Chibnall has ever done. Yes. <laughs> it's also interesting to note that uh, he's now more or less got the full set of all the cast of Broadchurch has now appeared in his era of Doctor Who. <laughs> apart, from, apart from Julie Hesmond Halsh. Or has she? Has she yeah. been in Doctor Who? You know, the, the thing about Broadchurch is I started, I started watching it, and then uh, in the middle of the first season I got spoiled with uh, who did it, and oh, that's the case where the, where, 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 where a spoiler <laughs> spoiled it. It's unusual for you I to get spoiled. But anyway, moving on, Kirby. Who's next? I'm sure there was somebody. Uh, Debbie, have you done your bit yet? No, I haven't. Would you no. like to do your bit? In with everybody else. Yeah, um, absolutely. I, I have not enjoyed a Doctor Who like this since... Basically, we've been doing the, the, the journey, and there's been some absolute mega standouts, but this is the first in a long time where I've just celebrated Doctor Who and just sat back and enjoyed the ride and just the music was sublime the acting was brilliant having all, oh, cheering all the way through the Doctor's scenes <laughs> and just you know all the Doctors arriving crying my eyes out because Ace and Seven finally got their final moment mm. together you know as in it isn't because obviously we've got we've had Big Finish and uh, you know think yeah there's, there's there's other stories and obviously Sophie's book I've actually just re-listened to that on Audible and I love that story but yeah now she's kind of written herself out that she's now not canon but mm. just to have her back and have that and it, she's brought the same energy back yeah. and yes. was just as grumpy as she was when when she was an air hostess I was an air hostess I can do anything yeah, you know it's one great. of the best that wasn't a bad accent actually <laughs> yeah. well, oh, I, I like the reference to Aunt Vanessa Yes. Yeah. yes. Yeah. 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 I, I Last would... time I saw you, you were half cat. Well, a man's allowed to explain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think with um, Sasha is one of the best actors. He outshone everybody. Oh yeah. In, in mm-hmm. this and just the exuberance of his, the de- pure, pure delight of his his master is just brilliant. And. <laughs> Again, as I will say, the music throughout just carried it. The different themes being used and mm-hmm. the way it was, it was more background. We've had of late a lot of music just sort of overpowered the episode. Yeah, that's true. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like it's become a character in its own right. Um, and I just, I just found that it was just, just lovely TV. But yeah, a lot of it didn't make the greatest sense. Yeah, the rest. <laughs> of it, I get it, and I, I get they were just pulling things in as. as Kirby so nicely put it, you know, the fan wank, and um, but I enjoyed every moment of the fan wank. I thought it was just <laughs> you were so I did. Why the hell have you not written for Jodie like this all the I way? I know. Through? Oh yeah, yeah. She she deserved so much better because yes, 
we were really invested in her as the Doctor, finally. And it's her last story, you know. It's like, yes. finally, we're with her all the way as the Doctor, and we lose her. And that's what happened with um, uh, Capaldi as well. Mm. We really got invested just as he was leaving. Yeah. And it was like, no, 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 come back. You need you need to be written properly for, come back. No, it's not going to happen. No. That's got something to do with, because it's interesting that listening back, uh, sitting back and just listening to you, will talk for five minutes there. Because you've all said, oh, you know, it doesn't make sense. And I agree with you, you know. And but that's it's glorious, episode. that's why. Yeah, but, and that's another episode where they've brought back Cybermen and Daleks yep. and the Master. And, and yes, it doesn't make a lot of sense. But, but this time it didn't the matter best so much. Yeah, it didn't well, matter it that they brought back. Us, but it doesn't matter because it made, it was a brilliant episode to watch. And surely that's what it's about. Yeah. That's what I'm the saying. Don't yeah. call me Shirley. Do. <laughs> they, can't, they can't write stuff like they've been trying to write to, uh, this good deliberately. You know, this is this kind of like, does that make sense? This kind of like falls into place because they've got everything. When they just try and do something, a preachy story, it doesn't work. No, that's true. And that's We've why it's no, been this that. Is, they just, it was like back to basics. Here we go. But Absolutely. Just, always before, it, you'd always be grumpy about, you know, it, well, I was. I was getting really fed up because the Daleks were such a big terror of my childhood. And, oh. and you know, seeing them with um, Seven. And then having them back with nine and like, oh my god, oh my god! And now they're, oh look, it's the Daleks again. I wonder what yeah, they're yeah, bored now, aren't they? You know, and it's just, it's, it's what livery have we got this time? You know, but with that, 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 I don't know what you expect. They've always lost. They're exactly. always going to lose. No, no, you, you yeah. know that the, the uppence will come. There is always. Because they make yeah. a good story. Yeah, and I love and and this yeah. time it was like, okay, Daleks are back and they're working the cybers. I'll believe that right now because I'm believing anything you tell me right now. And that's what that was the glory of it. It was just yeah. Because it, it was for a ride and it kept you on the ride. It didn't stop. Whereas the previous story, like Flux or Flux, sorry, it was start, stop, <laughs> start, stop, start, stop all the way. And this was just oh. here you go, grab your popcorn, kids, we're off, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah, flux could have been done in an hour and a half, actually. Yeah, like, yeah, like, exactly. It could exactly. have easily we all been said that about flux, didn't we? Exactly, and, and again, but that that again is because everything was thrown at it. They didn't try and kind of like pussy put their way through a series by writing pap just to get it written. That's what it seemed like to me. That's why it got really poor, because it was just writing for writing it for writing its sake. It yeah. wasn't being, you know, and. As we all said, it's very preachy. And so you need to move away from that if you're going to make it good. They've done that for the last two or three things, and it's been good. It rather supports my argument that um, you can't say that Doctor Who isn't a a perfect genre for storytelling. You can't say that they've run out of stories. All you can say was just bad storytelling by a reasonably generally bad writer for the show, apart from this this particular story, and maybe the first one. Um, But he's generally pretty... Poor, even no, if exactly. stories this, this weren't is, that good. This, yeah, this is it. It was it was like why? Why couldn't you just abandon this trying to mm. preach to us and just go that, with the flow and let us enjoy a decent Doctor Who and indeed. let her run wild and free, which is basically she was given free reign to be the doctor and she completely was the doctor and it was I like you one the first thing. time she felt it felt like the first time she was completely comfortable in the guise of the doctor. And they all felt it felt no. like they were all meant to be there and all right and that was why I loved it. And it is, will go down as one of my all time favourite Doctor Who's now. Yeah. One thing is certain though, the the actual show of Doctor Who would be totally different if it wasn't on the BBC. Indeed. True. 
yeah. because it is so bound by the BBC. We, we are saying we go back to saying it's preaching. It's not so much Doctor Who. That's now the BBC. Yeah. You know, everything's got to well, be absolutely equal. Everything's, you know, always been that way. And, you know, it's not. They've rewritten history. They're trying to rewrite history effectively, the BBC, and they can't do that. They're going to try. But it would be a different <laughs> yeah. show if it was on ITV or if it was on Sky or if it was made independently and shown on, you know, UK TV Gold as, as new TV. It would be totally different. I need to jump in with a point of order because I don't at all think it's become preachy. I think Doctor Who has always been preachy. Yeah, yeah, it's always the tried to death talk about is a story about ecological that... Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, mean, yes, yeah, I agree. And the Daleks are analogous to Nazis. It's always yeah. been preachy. It's always had a very left-leaning point of view because reality has a left-leaning point of view. So yeah. I, I do re- actually think that um, Praxius or whatever it was with the plastic, yeah. that was done very terribly. There's a way you can tell hammered, these messages. Hammered over the head with the green it. Green Death was much better than that. Yes. But the show has always been preachy. The Doctor, unless you're fighting the Nazi Daleks, is a pacifist and a scientist and always tries to see the best in everybody. Yeah. And that's... That's a, what people well, call like preach the, nowadays, or yeah, woke, like and it's always been that way. You can be preachy, and you can have a point of view, but when it's the prominent thing, when it's the thing you know that is at the front of the story, then, it, it, that, then that's all you can see, is the preachiness of it. But if you are putting it within a really good, well-written story, then the lesson is learned without yeah. you feeling it's like you Make it a little bit more subtle, Mary, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, moving on, because we do really do need to move on. Lillian Roberts says, Izzy, you're too young to be watching Sex Education, but I would have been <laughs> watching it at your age anyway. I watched many things earlier. Uh, <laughs> we have no so control. So darling, don't worry. We, we don't really have much <laughs> control. Of it. Anyway, she's, she's doing an A-level in this sort of stuff anyway, and they've actually asked, they gave, asked us for permission so they could watch an 18 certificate film at school. Yep, we're probably going to need another one too because we're watching Pulp Fiction. Well, there you go then. Oh, jeez. Oh, Pulp anyway. Fiction's for kids. You'll love that. That's for kids. I, I know. <laughs> I'll, I'll, all of my girls, so I okay. would let them watch whatever they wanted. Literally, I've watched all the films that we're going to be studying. Yes, which it's is why, which is one of the reasons she's on the show uh, today. I know she wants to get upstairs and do some work, um, but yeah, we so really do need shot. to move on to the highlight of this segment of the show. <laughs> Mary? Well, I would call this um, Chibnall's greatest hits. <laughs> yeah. It has everything that Chibnall's been doing all season, you know, including the, you know, the big placard time and date, that, you know, sending. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Odd, you know, Very Russo brothers from Marvel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of his stories that, you know, you know, um, Cairo 2015, yeah. you know, and he, you know, he did a lot of that, um, you know, and to the forefront was the, the wonderful Sasha doctor. I'm sorry, the um, master. Um, oh, I would love well, he was the doctor too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Bit, yeah. Love if he could continue. But <laughs> I have to say that my, my enjoyment was greatly tempered by the fact that I was watching it on BBC America. Oh, oh yeah, I heard. The whole thing out to two hours. Oh, yes. All I the commercial that. breaks. You know, and the commercial breaks get more frequent and longer, you know, towards the end of the, the story. So I had a lot of time to reflect on whatever little piece I had just watched. <laughs> so it never really allowed me to deeply emotionally con- connect to what mm. was going on. 
so I became cynical. Um, I began to see, you know, I want to say see through what Chibnall was doing, um, which is by tugging on all of our heartstrings all the time. You know, there's a new emotional, um, you know, surprise. Oh, there's a new thing that we all love showing up here. Um, I, I felt like I was being used. Um, you know, like, like you can't write a good story, but you can just keep throwing all this emotional stuff at me and expect me to, you know, to, to, to just accept it and love it. And it seems like most people did. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, wrapped it up like a kitten with a bowl of milk. Yeah, but yeah. if it had loads of adverts and stretched out the two hours, I don't think I would have loved it quite. No. Uh, you know, <laughs> no, this is where the Disney Plus deal is going to benefit Americans yeah. a lot. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, well, yeah, it, it, it might, you know, because that was the first and only avenue in which I could watch it. Um, you know, now I can watch it on the iPlayer. Well, that's and, only, you know, that, that thing about Disney Plus is only the case if um, Disney Plus released the episodes the same time the BBC released them. I'm sure they will. I'm pretty sure they will. Good. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I have to confess, you know, my, my reactions are very tempered by the fact that um, I was being yanked back from the story on a fairly regular <laughs> basis. Um, and able to, you know, analyze and think about and, you know, and give, you know, the cold, the cold bath of reason, <laughs> everything that was going on. Um, but, yeah, I mean, so I began to question, you know, why did we just do that whole train scene? Well, it seems like, well, because we just we're just saying goodbye to Dan is all that was about. And you might say, yes, you know, that it was about introducing the Cybermen and the Quarrunks and all that. But you know, it, it could have been done in a more efficient way. Yeah. Um, and, and the, you know, the, the Rasputin dance, which some people <laughs> I know loved, you know, but I'm thinking, oh, get on with it. You know, tell me the story, you know, and why are we even doing Rasputin? And why are we doing all these pictures and uh, and, and the, the shrinking of the archaeologists? And, oh, that was brilliant. It just felt like a lot of cheap tricks it, to uh. me. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I have to argue, it's, I don't think it's the best story. I think the best story of the Chibnall era um, was Prisoner of the Jadoon. Oh. Because that did come out of nowhere. That was, and that was brilliant, it, yes, yeah. Other than the Captain did Jack infusion, um, it didn't depend on a lot of sentimental, you know, callbacks <laughs> to make the story, you know, connect with me. So, yeah, so I, I'm kind of you know, not crazy about this. And I did try and I, to... I assume you watched Prisoner of the Jadoon on BBC America as well, so it also had the outbreaks and the annoyance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it did, but okay. it didn't matter, you know, because I was yeah. eager to get on to what is the next, you know, what else is coming. Mm. Yeah. Um, you know, whereas this one, I felt like this, it, it, whether it's the commercials or not, this one just felt like it was just dragging out so that we could fit in as many Chibnall special things as we could and do a lot of, um, you know, emotional tiebacks to things that people love. You know, it's like, who could not love it when you're seeing Peter Davison and, uh, you know, the sixth doctor and the seventh and the eighth doctors, you know, it's like, oh, yes, yes. Especially with the and eighth I, doctor, Mary, I, I, I imagine you found that particularly exciting. Wait a minute. Where's the good story? And, and so I did try to watch it on the iPlayer, you know, so it would, did not have any. But I found myself getting really impatient with it because then I, I really felt, you know, the, the the stretching out of a lot of things that I felt could have been done more with more impact, you know, more efficiency and that. So, yeah, so that's where I am on all this. No, I feel like you much, provided Mary. the subtitle for the era 
Doctor Who, the Chris Chibnall era. Where's the good story? <laughs> <laughs> right then. Well, thank you very much, Mary. We we'll normally we'll normally move on straight to the feedback, but I've got this person sat next to me who who's a bit of an expert on stuff, and I'm, I'm just wondering if you've got anything you can recommend uh, for people to to watch because uh, we normally have a thing at the end of the show what we called what we watched this week, but um, you've been watching lots and lots of stuff, don't you? In fact, you I don't hardly everything. ever. <laughs> So what can you recommend that's actually quite good? Well, I just recently binged Guillermo del Toro's Cabinet of Curiosities. Yes, yes, absolutely. Ooh, what's what's that, that on then? Everybody binged that, yes. That's on Netflix. Um, considering talking about Jodie, um, for film studies, we just had to complete an analysis of a film that she was in called Attack the Block. Really underrated sci-fi film. Brilliant it's so film. good. And Brilliant that's on Prime. Film. And what else have I watched? I've watched a lot of stuff recently. Yeah, but it must be the thing that sort of jump out at you. Think, oh, actually, that's that's worth talking about. If it, if it didn't stick in your mind, it's obviously not going to be that good. Is it? I've I've watched a lot of things. There's a new thing coming up on the BBC, isn't there? That that thing that with uh, Emily Blunt. Emily Blunt. I can't remember the title of it. I don't it does the look title. Ooh, very pretty. Um, well, it's got Emily oh, that one where she's in Australia, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, I think it's either Australia yeah. or anyway. The English, way. they call it the, the English. English. That's yeah. it, yeah. yeah. That's English. what it's called. Oh, yeah. the bloody English are back again. Sorry, <laughs> 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 But it's very pretty, beautifully shot. <laughs> it was very similar cinematographic. Anyway, you carry on, oh. so I'm interrupting you. Well, it's got to be pretty. Yeah. It's got Emily Blunt in it. No, very good, McReese. Well, my friend, my friend, my, my friend Julie calls her Blunty McBlunt. Ooh, because she can't remember the name. <laughs> when you know, you know, Blunty, Blunty McBluntface. <laughs> every time she says it, it's hilarious <laughs> because you just sat there watching her acting beautifully, and oh look, it's Blunty mm-hmm. McBluntface, Emily Blunt, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> every time. So what else then? I recently rewatched an absolutely incredible film, probably one of my favourite films this year, called Bullet Train. Oh. <laughs> That's great. I like that film. Uh, as well as um, Bullet Train's not on any streaming places right now. Yeah, so you can buy it on, on Sky Store. Um, and another f- last film I recommend that absolutely blew me away. Everything, everywhere, all at oh, once. Oh, it's one. amazing. Amazing film. Yes. And that's on Amazon Prime, I think, as well. Yeah, it's on Amazon Prime. Yeah. Some so, stuff on Prime at the moment. Yeah, there? there is some really good stuff on Prime. I don't think it's on our Prime. I'll yeah. I'll take a look. Because I, I want to see it, but I haven't uh, I, haven't been able to find where I, I can. I watch a lot of stuff on Prime. Like, yeah, it just so happens well, I've got some. You, really you, stuff. Your Prime is, has different rules than ours. Which mm. mm. thing you'll find those sort of films will be I mean, on there's both. A, there's a new film coming out with. I think no, I don't know if it's a film. It might be a series with Chloe Grace Moretz that's coming to Prime, and it looks really Ooh. good. And I can't remember the name of it. Yeah, I saw the trailer for that the yeah. other day. Yeah, yeah, I can't yeah it's not on our prime. Okay. Yeah. I'm surprised Kirby obviously isn't watching the video feed, otherwise he'd get excited about your T-shirt. Um, <laughs> right, then, so uh, what we've got to be, uh, so that's covered on the the feed. Um, you can, can, you can stay or go, depending on what you wish to do. I don't like you to stay, but if you want to go, should you're welcome to do so. Well, because we need to move on to the feedback section of the but show. Let me look at the shirt first. Uh-huh. What is it? Oh, it's it's like my shirt. Yeah, <laughs> but I know who had it you're first. You're the only person that's got the Hellfire Club shirt. <laughs> should have worn mine, shouldn't I? <laughs> oh, well, I you, you were wearing, didn't you have that when at the convention? I I bought it at London Con. Okay. Okay. Um, so he got his before you. So she's got another <laughs> I, I one upstairs. I have another one that I bought ages ago. Yeah, she has one upstairs that has the black sleeves and more. I wore it. Oh, I want cool. that badly. Yeah. yeah. 
Anyway, she's going. Some work. She's going. For tomorrow, so my teachers don't murder me. So we're getting to the stage where we can talk about her. She's going. Oh <laughs> okay, Rizzy, have a good next half yes. term. Thanks for your presence in the show Farewell. this week. Oh, the dog's following you. No, he's not. (laughs) Okay, so Kirby, I presume you uh, um, laid out the um, the rules on all the laws, in fact, to to, uh, potential feedback for the power of the doctor. Uh, So, and the picture I used was what, what, what? What? Uh, With the three three different tenant uh, saying what three different times. Yes. Never to put that. it together is what, what, what. Okay. Uh, and I posted a handy-dandy time conversion chart for yeah. people. Actually, Thanks for that, Kirby. That's a good point. Andy it's good Dad to have the word it. what back in Doctor Who as opposed to what. Yeah. What, what, what? 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 Uh, and Robert complained uh, that I didn't put Perth on the, on the chart. Oh, well. <laughs> Actually, we got that's some Robert true. feedback as well. We have, which Debbie's decided to read. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, uh, Aaron says, as a blind person, I enjoyed the episode. However, I feel like the audio description used a word which, if you had been looking at rumors, meant the reveal came just a couple of seconds too early. Oh. Instead of saying the doctor regenerates, they said the doctor inexplicably regenerates huh? before the usual before the usual into the doctor. Oh God! In which case, the tenth. But I feel like they could have used some more interesting or different words, even if they said the doctor glows before regenerating. Yeah. It would have still made the reveal that much more instantly shocking. Yes. Either way, it I was agree. still fantastic. Or is it, should that be fantastic? <laughs> uh, and <laughs> the actual reveal, and the actual reveal happened at the right time with the description. Just the anticipation got slightly dampened. Aww. I don't know how to describe it properly. Well, that's, that's perfectly <laughs> yes. uh, Neil James says the power of the doctor have to be honest and say I had absolutely no idea what was going on in this story <laughs> <laughs> all the 13th doc yes Dan Graham and the master stuff was alright but as a celebration of the classic show it was completely brilliant Yay. yes <laughs> seeing the old docs and companions made me so happy I cheered when the fifth doctor said, Adric, four stars out of five. <laughs> uh, Robert Wentz Jr., it was okay. <laughs> I've, I've watched it twice now, but it felt like the end of series four two-parter. Too many things going on with guest appearances and a master plot to become the doctor causing a force regeneration, giving us probably what happened at the end with the tenant doctor or the new 14th doctor as RTD is calling him. For the most part, I'm glad David Ted is back, if only for three episodes. I think the wait until next November is way is. too long. It is. I agree. I think they I, might bring it forward. Come on. Oh, they can't. I, I'm, I'm they, pretty sure they will. They I'd do. be surprised. It's the anniversary they always, special. They always say they're going to leave a longer period, and then they get the CGI done a bit quicker. Yeah. <laughs> next year, next year's the 60th anniversary. Why can't they be spread out? with the third episode on the anniversary day. That's a good idea. To finish up, I think the Master was a lot better in this one and should have played him like this in the past episodes. I thought he did. Unfortunately, he did, yeah. (laughs) Unfortunately, it's still an average episode with lots of fan waking. (laughs) (laughs) 3.5 out of 5. And I didn't read, I hadn't read this before. I've heard this called fan wank for years. I know. 
Uh, Brent, Mr. Can I interject just slightly? Isla's just turned up. Do you want to say something about the last episode? Yes, she does. Go on then. (laughs) I was not expecting David Tennant to come back. You weren't expecting David Tennant to come back? Yeah, I really loved him. It was me. (laughs) (laughs) That was Ben's quote. (laughs) And what else did you like about it? Did you like the master in this one? Yeah, Yeah. taking over her body, that was Oh, it's gone all quiet. It's been a long time since you've really properly sat down and enjoyed Doctor Who, isn't it? You've kind of given up. Yeah. Are you going to come back to it? You think? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good. No? Okay. Anything about costumes, music, anything? I love that when the model was the Doctor, he had bits from every single outfit. Yeah. Like yeah. Did, didn't you? The celery! <laughs> I can't eat celery. I'm allergic to it. Oh. Can you wear it? Yeah. Yeah. I can yeah. sniff it. I can't eat it. Ooh. You've kind of forgotten what you were going to say. Oh. <laughs> well, no, if you think about it, and, and we can put it on feedback. Yeah, it's very good, Isla. But thank you for coming. Yeah. Thing, because you are kind of the target audience, really. What, of the podcast? That age. Bracket, <laughs> you know. Oh. I better yeah. get myself out of but the gutter you've then. You've enjoyed it and you've kind of given up on Doctor Who, hadn't you? Except when I was watching the older stories. So, yeah. Okay, you staying or are you popping off? You're going to stay. Okay, right, we'll carry on. Sorry, Kirby, there Back you go. <laughs> yeah, spe- speaking of watching the older stories, it's absolutely, if I turn on any older story and uh, and Fred is awake, she will join me to watch it. And yeah. we even watch the, the Pluto TV constant stream of older stories. Oh. Uh, it was great watching last night. I tuned tune into... Pluto TV and there was like the third episode of uh, Unearthly Child. Oh, so cool. I got to see I got to see um, cavemen beating each other up again. <laughs> you remember the Unearthly Child, don't you? Yeah. Have you got uh, access to Pluto TV? Yep. Yes. Yeah, just put put it on. It's it's great to see whatever they've shown on. Anyway, Mr. M. Yes, anyway, Mr. M. That's a good way of putting that. <laughs> like one episode from this story in Doctor. Another episode from this story in Doctor. It's just brilliant. I love it. Oh, no, they show the entire story. They show off... No, I mean, I just dip in and out of Pluto. It's like, oh. you know, I just go in and it's like, oh, it's something else this time. Oh, it's something else. You know. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, a piece of candy. Oh, well, I... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, there's there's a uh, way of watching Pluto TV on the on my Oculus um, 360 VR headset. It's, it's not working properly because I can't bring up a control. Otherwise, I could sit in various <laughs> environments and watch. Anyway, yes, anyway, Mr. M says we're ace. The Yay. power, we're power of the doctor by Chris Chibnall. Chinball. Chinball. <laughs> 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 that's, that's been his nickname of Staggering Stories for a long time. <laughs> Let me make this bigger so I can read it. Pardon? Uh, yeah, fair. So this was a mess of a story. Every oh, script, <laughs> every script by Chris Chibnall seems like someone's taken a load of random characters and ideas and put them inside a blender. So for this extra large episode, Chibnall seems to have used an extra large blender with extra <laughs> large ideas. <laughs> He's not wrong. Does any of this episode make any sense? No, of course not. Is anything resolved, explained, or played out in any logical way? No, of course not. Is any of it any fun at all? Surprisingly, yes. Hey! And, and surprisingly, 
the elements that work best are those not created by Chibnall himself. The classic Doctor cameos and the return of older companions are all the highlights, whereas both Whitaker and the current day companions are almost criminally poorly served by the story. Yes, this has can. to be, quite possibly, the worst send-off for any modern Doctor. Oh, I wouldn't say that. No. 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 He wouldn't say that. But I everything had the that... best final line, actually. Yeah, it was yeah, great. Get... <laughs> just, just don't don't climb that rock. <laughs> but everything that features the older Doctors is great. One highlight of this episode is definitely Sasha Dawan. Sure, the Master's plot made less sense than the one he had in Time Flight, which... (laughs) True, 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 true. Yeah, it made perfect sense. Which which must be some kind of record. But ultimately, it's the performance that holds it together. I didn't much enjoy Sasha in his two prior appearances, but he works really well here, especially when he chooses to underplay some scenes. I did enjoy 13's regeneration itself, however, with a very fitting last line. It will be interesting to see where the story goes from here. 7.5 out of 10. Next time, The Doctor versus Mickey Mouse. Yeah, I will say that the worst <laughs> departure would have got to be uh, uh, sixes to sevens. That was really, yeah, I was gonna say. really poor. <laughs> yeah. Well, three uh, wasn't great. Two to three weren't good either, but I have to say at least that he had a proper bye-bye scene, didn't he? Yeah. Then there was just some some joking between me and uh, Andy and Terry Miles. Yeah, we'll forget uh, that. We'll move on to Neil James. About ironing by any chance? <laughs> Find out. Uh, no, no, that's no. Oh, by the way, speaking speaking of Andy, something completely random. I love I love seeing this on his own feed. <laughs> Andy went out uh, earlier today and he posted a picture of Spike Milligan's grave, and he <laughs> yeah. says Spike Milligan's grave. It's uh, wherever this is. Contrary to urban legend, it does not say I told you I was ill. Then someone comes in and corrects him and says it does in Irish. Yes. <laughs> Neil James. What? Neil James. Neil James who corrects him. No, so the next bit was Neil James on your thread, wasn't it? <laughs> I've already done uh, that if, bit. If so, it hasn't. Uh, it says me, Neil James, the power of the doctor. The have let to be re- on it. Let me refresh. Come on, give me oh. a chance to refresh. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, it probably just came through or oh, something. I can read it for you if you like. It's right in front of my eyes here. I mean, well, <clears> give <throat> me a second. Thank you, pardon? Why did you have to come upstairs if the kitten's going to... Oh, there it is. See, that wasn't there oh, uh, when two hours ago. Okay, well, it wouldn't be. It says two hours, on it? Yeah, yeah, well... <laughs> Neil James, the power of the doctor. Have to be honest and say I had absolutely no idea what... I thought I read this. No? I don't know. I thought you did. You think I read did? this. Why is it in the wrong order then? Okay, yeah. well, sorry, I apologise for that. You're misleading. I tell you what, what, there must be something in my water, and it must be the same thing that uh, Chris Chibnall and Stephen Moffat used to drink, because their stories do make sense to me. I just don't enjoy them all the time. That's <laughs> a good way of wording it, Reese. You should be on the podcast more often. Here's Andy Nunny. Uh, oh, okay. I was going to tell you an interesting wow. fact. Oh, go on. I'll stop, Andy. Go on, then. Okay. Uh, Please. I, no. <laughs> I read an interview with. Um, uh, what's his name? Number eight. Um, Again. Who said that? Mary's boyfriend. Yeah. The, <laughs> the plot. Uh, McGann. That's him. Yeah. That's the, the plot for the Power of the Doctor used elements of what would have been his TV series if they'd have made a TV series. Oh. Oh, movie. I wish they did. Was that it? Worth it. Hey. Go, Andy Nunny. Go. Oh, go, Andy Nunny. I can do Andy Nunny. Here he is. Ooh. Wow. Good evening. Oh. 
<laughs> that didn't go too well, did it? Let's try that again. I think it's because I paused it. It's um, I'll refresh. I'll do what Kobe does. <laughs> I'll refresh it. Paused. You did Andy Nanny, and it didn't last very long. Let's try Andy Nanny again. Well, good evening, twenty megabytes. Anthony here, and yeah, it's the power of the doctor that I sat and watched live on Sunday, and I've sat there going, "Oh my life! Oh my life! Oh my life! Oh my life!" As probably quite a lot of other people here as well. Uh, and since then, I've now sat and rewatched it and had time to absorb it a bit more and try and take in the story a bit more. I mean, there are you know, there's plot holes in it, there's uh, gaps in it. But it's still a blooming good story, isn't it? You know, we start off with, uh, yeah, how many people thought of um, the train episode, you know, the uh, mummy on we the express with the trains, mm-hmm. you know, the throwback there. Yeah. Um, there's some, yeah, go back to um, the Wars of Mars with those spacesuits. I mean, the, the, the only spacesuits the Doctor's got, and each train you actually had the size ones that fit her and fit uh, Yaz and also fit Dan, because, you know, Dan's obviously a, a bit on the large side, a bit like me. But yeah, it's amazing she's got these ones that fit. I mean, she must have a whole stock of them in, the, in there somewhere. Um, we see the Cybermen, almost, almost the original Cybermen, then the Master Cybermen, or Cyber Time Lords, I don't know what they actually called them. Um, I mean, the first lot, they actually get shot really quickly, which is a bit odd, really. Um, and then we see the child being taken away. Yep, everyone thought time is a child, didn't they? You know, it's all these, all these throwbacks and hints of things that are used, but never actually go anywhere, do they? Um, and then we have the Daleks going to betray the rest of the Dalek race for whatever reason, you know, a Dalek turning Quisling. That's quite an interesting one. And also the Dalek saying, I, you know, it's the, the culture personality of a Dalek. I mean, if you remember, I, Dalek, the first time we actually heard a Dalek say that and, you know, not considering himself to be part of an overall race, but being an individual. You know, so that's, a, that's, again, a throwback to the past that perhaps people didn't need to see, didn't need to know, but still it's great for the fans amongst us to think, blimey, yeah, of course, that's what that was. Uh, then we get Kate Stewart and... Units. I mean, when did, when did Unit actually come back? Because, I mean, didn't you get dissolved not long ago? So what, what happened there? We never actually hear that. You know, I think it's probably one of those things that's got a gloss over. And Kate Stewart, yeah, why isn't she left with Stewart? I've never actually had the answer to that. And, of course, we have, yeah, well, everyone knows if Rasputin's going to be the monk. Uh, the monk! The master! Look at the monk. It's all good. even a throwback to the past. <laughs> But uh, the way he's in the, inveigled himself into those pictures and he's nicked all the seismologists and Tashi Kirisha and him later, again, another little throw at the past that, you know, if you weren't a fan, you didn't need to know, it didn't actually matter, it didn't actually make any authority. It's just all these little hints yeah. and things that from the past that have been used and doing it again. And then we, of course, we say goodbye to Dan in perhaps probably the most low-key farewells of, you no, know, not somebody, I mean, like I remember when Tegan left, it was a flood of tears, you know, it's got to be gone. It was just Dan saying, you know what? It's time to go. And it just really was. And the Doctor never able to say goodbye to people. You know, you know she has in the past, she outlives them all. And uh, there he went. He said, see you later, Doctor. You know, of course, he just pop up later. What if he going pop up again in the future? Who knows? You never know. What might happen in the 60th? Well, he got home just in time to see Liverpool lose. And so we get uh, the space pilot coming back, whose name I cannot remember. I've gone completely blank, and I'll remember it Ender. later, so don't worry, I, Kirby, I, you didn't stop shouting at me. <laughs> uh, again, this is something else that didn't have to, didn't have to be there for continuity, but this was there again. Because I think that's what really worked with this story. There was so much in there from the past that just added to it, but if they weren't there, wouldn't have taken away from it. And so, you know, you see what the Doctor's and the Master's up to, what he's trying to do, and then there he is. The Doctor's been captured. I mean, the Doctor's inside a Dalek. And that's it. Welcome to my friend, says the Master. And it's like, 
where the hell was he going to take this? And then, of course, it starts to get really interesting. Really, in the second half, you've set the groundwork, and now you get this one where you try to finally see what the master wants to do. And well, he also wants to destroy the earth and take over the population and turn them all into sidemen. But he wants the doctor. Really wants the doctor. He's a good player, actually. But uh, I'm guessing it's, there's something wrong with his regeneration cycle, so uh, he's going to take over the doctor. And you see a fourth regeneration. Throwback to Pert, uh, to when Trout became Pertwee. True, I didn't think of that one. That, then you only get you only get one nasty instant where he gets in, he gets uh, interviewed, so to speak, by uh, a robot drone. And then Vindus turns another blast in the past, and the Doctor's seen it's going to happen, or seen something's going to happen because she's got holograms in the, the companions, in Ace, in Tegan, and in Yaz. Vinda, I think, perhaps was unexpected, but Yaz, Yaz fly the TARDIS again. That's a new one. Uh, Who's that? Has anyone applied this? I think Patrick did, didn't he, once? Obviously, Tegan tried to, and never did, and of course, there's a reference to that later. And we get the fourth regeneration, but then the Doctor comes back after meeting, and that's the bit that just, that's when it started to blow my mind. I just had to go, oh my wife, oh my life, oh jeepers, I just didn't swear once. When we saw the Doctors, the old Doctors coming back. I mean, yeah, I mean, the only one that really looked like the Doctor looked like was Hartnell, Bradbury, because, yeah. Sort of that's about age. He also had age, and uh, yeah, not age terribly well. I suppose McGann was the one who looked closest to what he looked like when he was a doctor. But that was fascinating. That was about saying, you know, we're the guards and the custodians of the edge. You know, we're here in a way to help you pass through, but to send them back as well. And so the doctor went back, and Great and Tegan let her doctor as well because it's this implant that they put in again. Again, no one saw that coming, did they? And so we had the regeneration reversed. And we had the other, oh, blimey moments with the future Doctor coming back. You know, so I think, I don't think we've seen the last of that. Yes, we have. Of course, uh, Russell T. Davies decides to forget everything Chibnall's done, which, I mean, who can blame you, to be honest? It'd be a shame we did, <laughs> because it's something that could have been explored better. And so the Master is, his evil plans are thwarted. <laughs> uh, Vinda goes back. <laughs> Yaz flies all the companions back. We never see that. And we see the great moment at the end with the... Uh, you know, like a, I suppose you call it a companion's anonymous group. Um, yes. Someone said there was a missing chair when it was a little lady. No, I must. I, I rewatched it this morning. Um, I, I didn't spot that. So uh, if I did, that's my carelessness. But I thought the great moment was um, William Russell saying, "Sorry, what do you mean?" Uh, which I thought <laughs> yeah. was a great moment. Yeah. So and then we get regeneration. And is it regeneration? Because regeneration is the body changes and the clothes always stay the same. This time it's there's rippling effects and everything change. And we have the teeth. Yep, another throwback. And the what? 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 And of course we're all doing that as well, aren't we? Yep. And so we step off into the unknown. So all in all, I thought this was a blooming good story. There's a lot there for the fans. You know, things you can pick up on. The costume of the master was superb. You know, sort of, oh, is that, is that, is that, is that, is that? But you didn't need to know those things. This story stood up by itself. I was a shame. You know, this is what Chibnall could have done. Yeah. It's a shame he didn't. No. And so now we wait until November next year when we're going to get three of them. We had the brief trailer. We saw Shooty at the very end. Yep. And who the hell is going on? Be seeing you. Uh, thank you, Andy. And I love the background noise. That was really sort of brought a bit of uh, atmosphere to the, <laughs> the timing was uh, proceedings. Great. Yes. Hey. Uh, Debbie Morrow's has some blurb from Robert Haynes. Do indeed. Well. He sends his apologies. 
obviously he's not too well so here are my thoughts on the power of the doctor now i probably am not as excited as most of you seem to be on reading your comments referring to us while saying it's one of chibnall's best episodes it isn't really saying much i knew as soon as we saw the master as rest beauty and we were going to get that great bony m song i will tell you what my friend mark had to say about the master the master first appearance kills people with not a thought suffocation in chairs auto jets etc lets people die in his place like farrell jr tests weapons on people the troll doll throws people off towers and shrinks their colleagues as a calling card accompanied by an explosive device most recent appearance dances to rah rah rasputin acts like the joker is basically useless (laughs) what and the way they had the daleks and cybermen look at each other when it's playing and the master is dancing (laughs) no you're humanizing the daleks and cybermen by doing i loved that it was nice to see the cameos by both doctor and companions so cat get off Get off the <laughs> I don't remember that being in there. I'm reading it as you're I saying. I'll read that. Yeah. Him, okay. Thank you. No, the other side of the bedroom or something. Go on. <laughs> Bloody hellfire. I'll Skype then. We're we back on. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, cool. But sorry I, I didn't that. see that in Robert's message. <laughs> no, sorry. Bloody hellfire, not there. <laughs> we got we got Apollo'd. <laughs> it was nice to see the cameos by both doctors and companions so lovely to see william russell though who seemed to appear quite ageless it really didn't surprise me that we ended up with tenant though his costume shouldn't have changed here here so <laughs> glad to see the back of whitaker's outfit which i've always hated she looked better oh. when she wore capaldi's outfit at the start ah. i suppose there'll be the news about disney plus taking over distributing broadcasting the show outside of the uk the ABC here and Australia has supported Doctor Who since January 1965 when it first aired from ABC Perth. And now it's going to be behind the paywall of Disney+. Plus. Way to go, not. While I've heard that this may bring in extra money, more yep. money does not a great TV show make. Mm. In fact, Doctor Who had little money during its classic series and it brought us great classics that endure today. It's because of great writing, great actors, <laughs> great stories, and they made the special effects work for them. Look at set extensions they did in Robots of Death, the tunnel effects in Pyramids of Mars, the TARDIS explosion, and the mind robber. Anyway, Chib is gone. Bye-bye. Thank you. And um, you notice well he, he also referenced that what I was saying, that Disney Plus taking over distributing outside of the UK. Yeah. Right, I, I, I must do... I just say, he did oh. write great writing, great actors, and great yeah. stories <laughs> in capital letters. So. Yep. Right, well, I'd um, emphasize that. I have to say, with with the, with the fact, I, I nearly forgot because obviously we're, we're only covering uh, the power of the Doctor this one. I can't do this episode of the show without doing this. Are you ready? This is Peter Davison, and you're listening to the 20 Megabyte Doctor Who podcast. Yay! Yay! And Hello. and. Hello, I'm Colin Baker. You, you lucky people, are listening to the 20 Megabyte. Doctor Who podcast, the best podcast on the pod. And, of course... <laughs> this is Sylvester Mackay, and you're listening to the 20 megabyte Doctor Who podcast. And not forgetting... I'm a McGann, but probably not the one you're expecting. And you're listening to the 20 megabyte Doctor Who podcast. Had to be done. He's got a lovely voice. <laughs> well, th- then you need to bring in Sophie and. <laughs> yeah. That's true. I've, I haven't got Janet. Hello, Twenty Megabyte Contest. This is Ian Kirk. <laughs> the Power yeah. of the Doctor, my Chris Chibnall. How is your Aunt Vanessa? 
you keep her in the doll's house? I think this is the best Chibnall episode. Even though it has too much plot. Disputing <laughs> and painting thread was unnecessary. Yeah. Beyonce made a pop video where she carried a bit, bit where she carries a baseball bat, which is why Ace says she copied her. I was wondering about that. Ah. In Judy's final episode, she's on a train, as in her first. Tegan falls down the lift shaft and she is fine. What? What? I think all the classic companions who are alive and on Earth were in this one. No. Not one, not two, but three regenerations. Indeed. The tenth Doctor did not want to go. And now he's back. <laughs> at last, the UK... At last, the UK, birthplace of Douglas Adams, has a Prime Minister who is 42. Ah. After Liz Truss was forced to regenerate into Rishi Sunak. <laughs> Disney is going to do the overseas distribution of Doctor Who. Perhaps instead of a robot dog, they could have a computer mouse. Bye for now. Oh, he's, back. he's not gone yet. They're still running. Sounded like he was having some problems recording. Still running. Yes. There were dropouts and stuff. Still running. Mr. White. It's stopped now. He's still running. He doesn't leave us hanging like that. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, uh, E-Anne, for that particular bit of feedback. (laughs) Mary has some blurb from somebody who might be coming to FantasyCon this weekend. Uh, It's from uh, the Mileses, and uh, I have to say I do agree with them. Ah. He says, hi, all. Sorry, so sorry. Hated this one. Typical rubbish from Chris. <laughs> throw everybody you can, throw everybody you can get into the show and hope you can write a plot to go around them. He failed again. Thank BBC. He's gone. Way too much fan service in this one. I'm amazed the sea devils or suntarns or weeping angels weren't in it. Sorry, this one is nearly as bad as Journey's End. The Cyber Masters. Have they integrated too many stormtroopers? They can't shoot a barn door at two paces either. Please get rid of them. <laughs> is that the timeless child in that cabinet? Spoilers. Uh, no, it isn't. <laughs> Why was the 1916-bit in it? Yeah, this is my question. Why was the 1916-bit in it? I didn't understand why Rasputin was in it. Never liked Boniem either. Why was Aww, I love Chris- Boniem. <laughs> yeah. Why was Chris Simoron allowed to do this? I thought he was a fan. Only good bits for the old doctors being in it. No way would the Daleks work with the Cybermen. Great to see Graham working as if he was still with the doctor. Yeah. Why why was Vinder there? So Sasha Dewan has played the 16th doctor. (laughs) Great last words, Jody. Tag, you're it. David Tennant is now the 17th doctor. He's played the, the 11th and 12th. With luck next week, it's back to the journey and wait Christmas. Uh, no, sorry, Christmas Carol. Stay safe and well, everybody. Linda and Terry Miles. Yeah, well, I, I, there's a couple of points I wanted to uh, pick up on. Uh, he said about uh, Journey's End being as bad as Journey. For me, Journey's End is the best uh, ge- uh, regeneration oh. episode. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I would love that, that 
that whole story, the last two episodes of uh, Eccles Likes uh, first series are absolute favourites of mine. Eccles Cakes. Whatever. Um, so thank you very much, anyway, Terry, for that one. And um, of course, we can't uh, do a feedback session without Ben Shoveler delivering a message, a party political Doctor Who thingy from the council himself. Hello, I'm Ben Shoveler. <laughs> 20 megabyte Doctor Who podcast, you lucky buggers. <laughs> Am I done? Uh, thing one, thank you very much. I'll see you next week. General election now. Oh, you want this too? Oh, okay. Yes, I thought please. you were just wanting standby. Si- There's some words in here again, which are just... That's the <laughs> point. Yeah, I know, but it pisses me off. Is this Cyber- you friend- if you don't want to read it, send it to me. I'll do it. Scarrow's, I know Scarrow, I just said it wrong. Scarrow's <laughs> greatest loathe machines are the decimalization of the 14th Doctor. <laughs> Dear <laughs> megabyters. The power of the Doctor is, of course, a closely studied condemnation of covetousness. <laughs> yep. yep. Selfishness and envy of the Master, juxtaposed with the generosity, compassion, and kindness of the Doctor. And I apologise now to uh, the great councillor for me not having my laptop in the shed this evening. It's uh, packed for my away night tomorrow. Yes, I'm going to Birmingham. Not quite so glamorous. It should be noted that whilst some might say this story is full of... That's the wrong bit, sorry. That was the wrong bit, yeah. Uh, Full of holes, unexplained phenomena and wildly overblown concepts... Doctor Who is in fact Cubby. Science fiction fantasy TV program. Oh, well, I know you keep, wa- I keep wanting to say program. It's show. Yeah. Uh, Whatever. And what, would, and what would you expect from the Daleks master? Sorry, I had to play it. Yeah. What would you expect <laughs> from the master's Dalek clap? So, please, brother, let it be. Life, on the other hand, won't make us understand. We're all part of the master plan. Me. See, I would have played that if I'd have had the laptop. Oh. Yes. We also learned that Mel Bush was not really called Melanie, but did make it back to Earth she after did. her possible rebels adventures I with Sam Blitz. So that probably, so that probably was her that went to live in the London borough of Walford under the true name of Carl Mel, which Mel is in fact. A diminutive form. Yeah. There's an East End joke for the six people who still watch it. (laughs) (laughs) Mary's one of them, so it's only five in this country. (laughs) And three of them probably write it. All in all, the power of the... And obviously, therefore, uh, Alan is another one. So we're looking for EastEnders' other viewer, if you know (laughs) them. Well, it's not me. Deb. Deb watches it in the other room. There's a council. Oh, she doesn't. No, my mother-in-law watches it. Oh, there you go. Then. Mm. We found all six. Yeah. All in all, the power of the Doctor is a magical and manic celebration, which it would be difficult not to like Kirby Bartlett Slate. <laughs> Though no doubt a few will always manage that, Kirby Bartlett Slate. <laughs> Sasha Darwin excels here, providing a comprehensive archetype for his character. The uh, presaging of the Master's attempt to take over the Doctor's regenerations with his assuming the role of Rasputin is very clever. Ah. Though unlike when the Fourth Doctor successfully did this, the Valiard is not this time pretending to be the Tsar Nicholas II. 
the showrunner must be congratulated for making up some available for making up for some available former doctors being left out in recent years by finding a credible way to include them and even going further with very satisfying moments with two of their past companions. Bringing together former companions into a support group was, of course, a nice way to recognise their constant role as the bridge to the audience and further acknowledges that some of the audience will want to come together to celebrate the shared experience of the Doctor. Finally, of course, this is a magnificent end to the 13th Doctor. Viscurely trying her with her predecessors. What, see, what happens there is it's really good because I can pretend it's a lag on the line and I'm reading it properly. Whilst keeping her in the centre. <laughs> I've just given away my secret. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, I, I thought that worked brilliantly for six months. Uh, whilst keeping her at the centre of the narrative, even when she is notionally absent and culminating in a perfect summing up of this doctor's attitude in her last utterance, tag you're it and the most mind-blowing regenerative twist since 1966 with the return of regenerating clothing and some very remarkable teeth (laughs) what this story is perhaps 95 minutes and 50 seconds too short as who doesn't want to hear ian chester testerton tell the others what the doctor was like when he first started to travel with those deadly humans back in 1963 but then maybe we should restart the journey watching from an unearthly child right now who's with me no (laughs) me Uh, uh, i think i heard kirby (laughs) yes there's your answer big al next up doctor who and the third coming of tenant doctor or let's take 10 before unbuttoning the shirt <laughs> those are my thoughts your lord and master <laughs> Councilor <laughs> Alan T Butcher Ricky well that was a long section wasn't it so that's what she Do said it. Of course, um, like I want to pre-warn uh, to listeners to the show that um, this is a special episode to cover the power of the Doctor. So the normal format, apart from the feedback and us doing the review or whatever, um, is not going to be the same because we've actually run over by a good 15 minutes. So, yeah. So, but what about who won Dakota UK? Yeah, I just re- I reiterate, we've run over by about 15 minutes. Um, so I think it would be just finish off the show. In the title. I've got to go because I'm, I'm going away. You're going to get told off, aren't you, Ben? Well, that's not, I've, got, I've got to go and pack a few things away and stuff, and it's like now half past ten or something. So, Who's tapping on I'm, their phone? Just go, that's fine, Ben. I, I, I've got a couple of little items to finish off the show with, but so uh, goodbye. Goodbye, everyone. I shall see you goodbye. the next time I speak. See you next time, Ben. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Right. So, thank you very much for being on the show, Ben. Anyway, right, so we've got uh, some bits from DoctorWhoNews.net, which obviously has to be covered because it's in reference to the power of the Doctor. Um, apart from the bit about the Temporal Logbook 3, 
Uh, the power of the Doctor overnight viewing figures, uh, rather disappointingly, 3.71 million there. But it would be because people don't watch things as they go out so much now. So no. I have a funny feeling that amount they is don't? going really? to go up. The next Doctor's the finale of Power of the Doctor saw Jodie Whittaker's Doctor regenerate into a surprisingly familiar face in the form of the 10th Doctor. Now, obviously, there was a reference that um, Alan said about the, the clothes regeneration, which we saw uh, very early in history. Uh, and uh, poo-pooed it because uh, we've had so many scenes where the doctor changes physically changes the costumes I, I don't really sort of like that part of it uh, what i did like was, was uh, the shot we got of shooty wearing tenants shirt and tie so obviously it's, it is a proper costume that he's regenerated into so his costume doesn't regenerate then you know, i don't like the costume regenerating uh, appreciation index was 82 apparently that's quite a good figure uh, I'd say generally on this show it was a quite a high appreciation in uh, the index. Uh, the new logo looks quite familiar to the old one, uh, revamped obviously the 1970s. I love that Tom Baker logo. Uh, of course, a little bit of John Pertwee, quite good. Uh, shame they can't think of something a bit more original, but I still like the logo. Anyway. It's very sort I, of. Um, I love seeing that logo. And it's very. Um, Retro and very sort of recognisable uh, as a Doctor Who logo. Very 80s. Yep. It's an 80s throwback. Uh, and then um, Shooty's done a, um, a guide, which I'm not going to play. Uh, series 4 <laughs> tips, online poll, blah, blah, blah. And then there's 14th Doctor costume at MCM Comic Con. So that'd be cool. if you go to MCM Comic Con, which some people have been, I've seen people post stuff, lots of Stranger Things stuff at the MCM Comic Con. Uh, apparently uh, the 14th Doctor's costume is there. And uh, Travers and Wells, The Invisible Woman, written by John Peel, is a book, um, presumably. Ooh. What? Oh, I said a book. A book, yeah. <laughs> uh, presumably uh, Doctor Who based. I haven't got time to read all the blurb on it, but I had to um, mention all that stuff because it's relevant to the power of the Doctor. There was something else I was going to mention too. Oh, bums. I was, on, I was on a roll then. When I, I thought I've got to mention oh. this, and I've got to mention. Oh yeah, got a fantasy gone. Oh God. Right. Yeah, are we are we recording next week or not? Yeah, I should think so. Unless I get told, unless I get told I can't, but I'm, I, I plan to. Yes. Talking about the actual what you're wearing at the con island. We're talking about when we're going to record next. Yes. So um, I've been spending yesterday and today trying to print off information information sheets, plans, uh, contact people about coming in, um, finding out how much money we owe people, uh, guests on travel and and uh, uh, extending people's stay because a certain Valyard um, was a bit worried about the train strike so I decided to spend an extra night at the hotel which has cost me or cost the convention uh, but um, yeah so uh, it's it's always a bit of a worry whether people are going to show up that's the, the main thing cause, uh, and I'm, 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 I'm expecting people to moan because somebody I had somebody moan yesterday saying that the ticket price is an absolute disgrace how do you expect people to pay? Well, have you seen the price of everything? Yeah. No, but I, yeah, I thought, I oh, I felt quite bad about it until I looked at the ticket price at uh, Portsmouth Comic Con. It doesn't have any celebrity guess at, and it was the same price. Yeah. Uh, and so yeah. I just measured about, but you do realise the hall costs a grand, um, the insurance costs a load of money, uh, the mm -hmm. travel uh, expenses and the hotel fees of various people coming to the event cost a load of money. Where do you think the it's going to come from? Yeah, there you go. But yeah, so everything's only five days to go now. So well, four, six yeah. actually, but five when this goes out. And it's, uh, it's I'll be very relieved when it's gone because I'm the photographer at the events. So how the hell am I supposed to do that? Fortunately, my friend Mick is going to do the uh, front of house management, so I can actually do mm -hmm. photography. But it's quite a lot on our 
on our little shoulders. Debbie is banishing the 20 megabyte table, and I probably won't even be able to go and see it. You will have a TARDIS to look after, though, I'll Debbie. be there, yeah. Uh, you'll I have a, we'll the too. TARDIS. That's Colin Baker's mm-hmm. TARDIS. Is going to, well, it, it, he's, Cow, Colin Baker has been with that on screen with that TARDIS, so I'm calling it Colin Baker's TARDIS. Um, what? How? What? Explain. Oh, they, um, Colin Baker and uh, Nicola Bryant did a scene for something or other, maybe an extra on a video, I don't know, and they needed a TARDIS for this particular scene, and uh, it was Roy's TARDIS, or what we've got, that was in the scene. Um, Roy did post a picture of it somewhere, but okay. yeah, it was Roy's I'll TARDIS. I'll look later. I don't know where, <laughs> uh, you'll have to ask Roy to post another picture. Uh, I think Colin has commented it somewhere, he posted something as well of him, Nicola, TARDIS. When was our that? Tardis. Well, I call it our Tardis because I was. Why don't you Google it? Because I've got to go. <laughs> yeah, I've got to go too. Um, I will yeah. say um, I call it our Tardis because when Roy said um, he messaged me uh, during the last fantasy, goes, I've got a chance of getting a Tardis. Do you think I should get it? I said yes. yes. So there you go. That's my input into it. <laughs> Um, so that's it, yeah. So a lot. Didn't even finish the sentence before you said yes. I'm hoping everyone's coming. <laughs> the reason why I'm hoping everyone's coming is because we've paid for the hotel and we've paid for the virtually all the travel, all the guests that are remaining on the list. So it'd be disastrous some way we pay for their travel, etc., and that they don't turn up. And Gareth David Lloyd is uh, is coming for a little holiday. He's coming on the first, mm. uh, and uh, me and Deb have uh, offered to lend him our. Um, heritage passes so they can his, him oh, and his family cool. can yeah. go around the oh, island yeah, so I've got to meet him that? I've got to meet him on Monday to hand over our heritage passes what? Nice. so they can go to Osborne House and Carisbrook Castle and, and oh, okay. other place. Yeah. Apple Durkham Apple Durkham Castle, yeah, he's got yeah. a car but yeah, you've so, been to all of those yes yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and of course lot. Simon Fishbeck has come in on Thursday he wants to have a bit of a meet up I don't think anybody wants to go to it it's a bit of a shame isn't it so oh. until next time thank well, you I'm for I'm around Adam oh I don't think I'll yeah, be able to. I, I have one, I have one more uh, oh, observation right. about the about the uh, story we discussed. Yes, I just remembered. Yes, uh, one thing I was terribly afraid of during the scene where they were uh, regen- trying to regenerate uh, Kate mm-hmm. was that the uh, cyber brig would come in and rescue her. <laughs> oh yeah, that would have been sad, wouldn't it? I love the yeah. way the master um, sort of dissed the brigadier to. Um, Kate as well was quite good. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay, you you can sign off now. One last thing, Terry Miles says, if the railways call off their strike, I'll be there. Well, that's looking hopeful. If everyone needs a train to go, we won't have anybody at the event, will we? But until next I've time, I've got one more thing. Oh. just to just to wrap up, um, not Doctor Who related, but oh. Andor might be the best Star Wars thing ever made, and more people should watch it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I watched a trailer and I wasn't interested. Uh, watch the show <laughs> I'll try it okay <laughs> I did watch some stuff this week but I can't remember what it was so I kind of stuck I can't remember what I watched either <laughs> yeah probably um, floor is lava anyway thanks uh, thank you for listening watching taking part in the show good bye goodbye fancy pants bye, bye. scarecrow The 20 Megabyte Doctor Who podcast is an APV Services production sponsored by whoone.co.uk, lavazi.co.uk. We are a proud member of the Doctor Who Podcast Alliance. Doctor Who is a trademark of the BBC. No copyright infringement intended.